everybody welcome to rpg cast game of the year edition for 2016 that's right it's almost 2018 and we're here to bring you the best games of 2016 how does everybody feel about that excited okay. yeah all right <laughs> I, I don't think you have a calendar i don't know what time it is <laughs> uh, adrian denouden's with me hey everybody sam marcello hi and kelly ryan hello I got a cat, Simon, here. Uh, there are probably some other pets scattered near the other cop I, I only have a bulldog. Only a bulldog. But what else he, do you he need? He's a cat. He thinks he's a cat. All right. He really I, does. I have a Lita crawling up the desk right now trying to steal my pizza. A what? A Lita. That's my A Lita. Oh, okay. Lita. Lita. And I have a kitty sitting behind my microphone ready to chime in if uh, anyone dares to insult one of his favorite games. All right, good. We got three cats and a dog. This is fantastic. <laughs> All right, so if you're, uh, if you're listening live, thanks for joining us in the chat room while we do this. Uh, feel free to chime in and tell us how we're wrong. Um, I'd love to incorporate uh, distracting listener comments in the show and make sure this thing doesn't end until one in the morning. Uh, for the rest of us uh, who are just downloading this after the fa- the rest of us, the rest of you who are downloading this after the fact, um, you'll you have a you know an advantage over the rest of us. You know how long this show went, so you can prepare for how long it will be. Um, we don't know, so you get to listen to us suffer throughout the course of the show. So it should be delightful. Um, let's see, what are we doing? We're going to uh, go through what we did last year. I think is what we like to do. So let's see how we did, because somebody's gloating. And, uh, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> Go ahead. Reminder that I will punch him in the face later. All right. <laughs> First, I get to blame him for this. Okay. First off, our last year we did a prediction, RPG of 2016. What game do you think will be the best in 2016? I never actually updated the number in that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Say, uh, Glenn isn't here tonight, but we can still make fun of his choices. Glenn picked Persona 5. I picked Persona 5. We're both wrong because Persona 5 didn't come out in 2016. Sam picked Yakuza 0. Um, Mine also didn't come out. Also did not come out in 2016. And Adrian picked Trails of Cold Steel 2. Which I win by default. You win by and default. And also it was the best game of 2016, according to You're lucky, because Yakuza 0 is pretty awesome. So if it had, if it had hit, hmm. All right. The next prediction was the most overhyped of 2016. What do you think won't live up to expectations? Glenn picked Final Fantasy 15. Sam picked Final Fantasy 15. Ah, I'm so glad I didn't pick Final Fantasy 15, because that would have been the easy way out, and I would have been so wrong. Uh, Chris picked Fire Emblem Fates. And I don't know how I did on that. Um, I think it, I think was it got well, mixed, mixed it was, feelings. Yeah, it's not like it was terrible, <clears throat> but it was, people didn't think it was as good as, as Awakening. But I think really people wasn't. were okay with that. It's like, at least it's more Fire Emblem. So I'm not sure how that... All right. And Adrian, you picked the Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Which I'm going to defend right now because you know what? That didn't come we out! Heard, we didn't hear anything about it all year. So I'm going to say it. No, it they didn't said they put like some artwork it, up at some point, didn't they? Yeah, but we were expecting more than that. Let's face yeah. it. I mean, we were expecting a trailer, fancy, shiny graphics. We, really we got nothing yeah, for we it. We got nothing. 
Most so it didn't live up to the expectations. I, I, no. I defend my choice. It wasn't hyped uh, at all in 2016, though. So it's like there was no hype really to live up to. Exist. <laughs> all right. So I don't know. Me or me or yeah, no Adrian much. win that. I'm not really sure. <laughs> all right. Then the least likely to come out in 2016. What game isn't going to be released no matter what they say? Glenn picked Project Setsuna. He was dead wrong. Um, <laughs> that was my favorite. Actually, looking back, it's like. And I don't know what Glenn was thinking last year. <laughs> everybody else was correct, though. Sam, Horizon Zero Dawn, still not out. Adrian, Persona 5, still not out. Chris, Zelda Wii U, still not out. So, Although good job, everybody. Although it does everybody. have a name now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, it's <laughs> Breath, Breath of the Wild. Of the Wild. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> and to be fair, the game I picked comes out next week. All right. And yours comes out a month after Wait, that. Wait, next week. But remember how late we do this show. So it's like halfway <laughs> through 2017 already. <laughs> Again, I, I don't think you have a calendar. <laughs> All right. So the first award on our list for 2016, the best RPG from before 2016. You finally got around to playing for the first time. It's the Backtrack Award. Did anyone play anything old last year? Oh boy, did I! I attempted to play Wild Arms Five, but then hit a uh, massive difficulty spike and never finished. Never it. finished it. No, never finished Kelly. it. I'm proud of you. You tried. You tried. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah, you're well, a winner. I was, I was trying to pick something like really obscure for JRPG July, and I should have just went the Anna route and picked Tokyo Mirage Sessions, but I had to be different, and I regret <laughs> you know it. To, to be fair, I also picked a game I didn't finish, which was Okage the Shadow King, which was also obscure as hell. So it's okay, Kelly. We, we can bond over that. I actually did finish an old game last year, though. Oh, yeah? I finished Atelier Iris. The first one. Well, which Ooh, which one? one? Okay, so that's your pick, Atelier Eternal Iris. Mana. Yeah, I finished e- Eternal Mana. And Eternal that was Mana. My that's a good game. I played that. Like I liked it forever it ago. I, <laughs> I still have a sealed copy of that game. Believe it or not. Well, funny enough, that was one of my JRPG July games from the previous year that I hadn't had the chance to finish, and then all of a sudden, I think it was the first game I finished in 2016 last year, and I was like, I finally finished it. Good now job. So I'm proud of myself because it was a really good game. It was surprisingly short, but I've heard the other two Iris games are quite long. So I may attempt those maybe for JRPG July this year. I'm not sure yet. So I'm, I have a problem because I didn't, I don't track anymore what games I've played once I've played them. I can't remember any old RPGs that I played that came out before 2016. There has to be something, right? Oh no. Did you not do your run of Dark Souls last year again, where we got to watch yes. you die? On yes, so I did. Counts? I finished Dark Souls 1 and 2, but I cheated. <sighs> and I had played Dark Souls 1 before, um, like literally using cheat engine cheating. <laughs> like, I totally Ooh, I turned on all the Ooh. hacks. Adrian, it was so fun. <laughs> it's so much fun walking <laughs> around and destroying everything in Dark Souls. I don't even care. Dark so Dark Souls, Souls 2 is the one that I played for the first time. Because Dark Souls 1, you guys have watched me die in literally forever, I think, at this point. So it's that my was... greatest joy. <laughs> well, now I die in Dark Souls 3 because like, I can't cheat in that because I only have it on PS4. So I literally get up to the doggy and just get destroyed or whatever. And it's, it's awful. Ugh. 
All right, I'll let go of Dark but you Souls. You know what? Too. For all your cheating, I don't feel sorry for you because you shouldn't cheat. Cheaters. What do you need never to? Win. Why are you? Why do you need to feel sorry for me? I had a great time. No. You shouldn't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> what are you teaching the listeners? How well, to enjoy really, video games? <laughs> I'm gonna say you'd really judge me for my Resident Evil run by Game Shark. Those you game? I mean, that's what I'm doing. It's like game sharking essentially. It's almost the same Look, thing. I'm doing my GI Joe PSA at you guys. All right. Adrian, okay. did you do anything? Cheaters never prosper. All right. <laughs> I actually played a lot of old games. Oh, well, you got to pick year, one. Just because... The best. Okay, so I kind of want to say Diablo Three Reaper of Souls, but at the same time, I don't think an expansion counts because I'd already played Diablo Three. It was just okay. the expansion that was new. Well, what so else I'm you got? Gonna, yeah. I'm going to say uh, Inazuma Eleven Go Light, which I uh, played in last August, and I loved to death. I don't. I don't that, know why. Did that come out? I, in- that's European import, or as uh, Australian import, actually. Australian yeah. uh, import. I think it came out in 2015, I believe. But uh, it was a blast. I was uh, over there in Australia visiting my uh, my sister and uh, my niece, and uh, I picked it up while I was out there, and it was amazing, absolutely fantastic. It's I don't know why I love this series so much, but I do. A lot uh, of people do. It's, it's drunk most of the time. That's what makes it so great. That would be part of it, yes. It's drunk? <laughs> it's completely batshit insane. All right. It is absolutely nuts. All right, then we got to pick a winner. I don't know how we would pick a winner for this category, so... Inazuma go, because it's drunk, yo. All right, that's I'm two votes. I think that'll do it. Maybe just the PS2, since two of us pick PS2 games yeah, at random. Ooh. But then, then Inazuma gets nothing. Draw for all of them. All right, it's the PS2 Go wins. PS2 Go. The PS2 Go, yeah. All right. That's how the awards work. At the end of the day, we make an answer up. (laughs) Graphics and music. Wait, why are these together? (laughs) Who put these together? You put them together. Why did I put them together? Because we're lazy. This is great because, like... That makes it so much easier. It's got to be a game that has good of each. All right. That's see. why I put down Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Tokyo Mirage Sessions is Kelly's nomination. What a good nomination that is. What an awesome soundtrack. So much J-pop. And everything it is just a, flying out of the screen. So many colors. You get epilepsy. It's got a metal head to actually like J, J-pop. Because I'm playing through it right now. And I'm really digging the music in it. And I normally don't like J-pop. Hmm. Oh, let's see. Man, I didn't play anything with good music last year, but I played a lot of really pretty games. Well, the, did you, you play pick... Pokemon Sun with Actually, the music off? Because Sun had a great soundtrack. You know what? Did I would give it that. There was also Banner Saga, which, when it did have music, was actually quite good too. Well, I'm I'm going with Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, yeah, both you know games what? impressed me. Uh, that game impressed me on both fronts. It was I'm actually gonna really give pretty it to and really great sound. I can agree with Pokemon. Actually, the music was pretty awesome. All right, so especially here's... like in the Elite Four, that was some awesome music. I just love how they did that ending sequence. <laughs> Pokemon Moon was so good. <laughs> it was it really, really good. Was. <sighs> so no Stardew Valley love is what that means. And I no still fa- haven't played Stardew Valley. I feel like I should be shot given how much I love farming sims. 
Oh, and Final Fantasy XV has really good graphics. I don't know if I like its music as much, though. So, hmm. That you have to pick both, Chris. That <laughs> category is phrased. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. Hmm. I, I can append my vote to Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs> you're changing because... your vote? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I do like my pick, but I can agree that Pokemon has amazing graphics, and it did have some pretty awesome music, too. The well, we haven't gotten that... to the pick-a-winner point. At least stand up for your <laughs> nomination. Fall in line, Chris. You know you want to. Yeah, all right, This Pokemon. one's actually going to have a real winner. This is a little weird. <laughs> so we're all okay with Pokemon, I guess, right, Kelly? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That just toppled. All right, so much for that category taking a while. <laughs> Kelly, is there nothing you want, more you want to say about Tokyo Mirage Sessions since it got snow, snowballed by Pokemon? I mean, I... I've been kind of calling that the Panzer Dragoon Saga of the Wii U because it's an excellent game, and oh I imagine gosh. that that you're nobody is going to play it because you're it's so on a, right. Oh my gosh, it's you're on so a, right. Yeah, it's on a dying system of a system that nobody wanted, and I have a feeling that it's not going to have a very large print run. So my recommendation, if you see that thing, buy it because I have a feeling that unless they do a remake. On the Switch, it's going to be hard to find. Uh, and I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you, if they do a sequel or a remaster on the Switch, that's what will get me to buy a Switch. Wow. I need to play that, actually. I still have it. But I'm going to point out yeah, something. Why? Okay, go ahead. It says Pokemon S&M. Yeah, Sun and Moon. Yeah. I want you to think, think about, about that for a second. <laughs> No, I, there's no. I had no idea of any other meanings for that. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, oh, you're so naive. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Let's face it. You you are trapping small animals in balls and then forcing them to fight each other. If if only there was a Pokemon B and D, we could have the whole package. <laughs> oh. Well, there's Pokemon Blue, and then there's Pokemon Diamond. Yes. Yeah, but that's not gotta be part of the same generation what's next pokemon star pokemon we already have black and white well star is rumored i don't know if it's gonna happen or not but apparently might be on the switch you have to snap one of you say switch just so you know yeah okay switch yeah all right uh the bravely default award the game that was the less of the than the sum of its parts and how it was held back Uh, I it's like every year I feel worse this. about insulting Bravely Default in this category because it's like, oh, Bravely Default wasn't that bad. It was a good game. Like, oh, wait, no. You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, My nomination is Tales of Zestria. Really? That wasn't yes. out last year. That was the year before. Mm. It what? just can't seem the like PC it came out so port, late in the year. Right? The PC no, port, no, PC port, no, port came out the same time. time. Uh-oh disqualified Uh, so I actually do have an answer for this one and it's a game I actually gave a good score to which was uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided oh really so the story is kind of a hot mess it has some really good ideas in terms of what it wants to share in terms of like the idea of racism or in this case it's like 
the racism is towards augmentation. Yeah. Like, ah, those Ogs, they're so scary. Oh, my God. Um, but they kind of do it. It's a little overboard at times. Um, which I kind of found annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, you'll walk through a gate and the guy's like, hey, Og, show me your card. And you're just kind of like, really, every time I go to the subway, this is going to happen to me? I get that this is real life, but leave me alone. I could punch you through a wall. So there are little things about Deus Ex that don't entirely work in terms of its story. The gameplay is still incredibly solid. The music is still really good. But for me, I found the story kind of lacking at times and well remember this is the award category where the everything put together is less than the sum well, of each individual it. part right here's so. the thing though while, while the gameplay is still solid it's the same gameplay from human revolution yeah it's not different uh. so in that regard so it's more it of is awesome. less than the sum of its parts right it's one of those things where it's 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 fine mm-hmm. although you know what actually the new control scheme for mankind divided because they, they actually gave you three sets of control schemes. Okay. I remember trying the Mankind Divided uh, control scheme, and I remember it feeling really awkward. <laughs> so I switched to the Human Revolution control screen because, like, I remember <laughs> how to play that, I think. At least there was no crappy boss. There was only one crappy boss fight this time around. And really? I blew him up in the middle of the air, so I feel like that counted as a win. <laughs> I think that counts as a win, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, Scott was watching. He was just like, so did he just fall from midair i'm like i shot him with my tesla and then he fell down (laughs) he fell down and go boom so for me that's that's kind of the one where it's just like i loved it but all right you know there were some things that were kind of eh. okay i've I've got a better answer Uh oh go kelly um that's relevant to this category name i'm gonna say bravely second then (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that came out last year. I didn't even bother with it. Of course. What a good answer. Of course. I mean, I don't think it's a bad game, but to be honest, if you played Bravely Default, you've really played Bravely Second for the most part because you go to many of the same areas, you have a lot of the same jobs, you do a lot of the same stuff. Um, You end up having to play through a good chunk of the game all over again. I think it's, I mean, I don't know if that's considered a spoiler or not. I don't know, but I think this category is turning into the most disappointing sequel category rather than the, the you know what? default category. It's allowed. It's allowed this time, Chris. <laughs> All right. Given that Bravely Second is basically Bravely Default. <laughs> well, Kelly, do you, feel, do you feel that Bravely Second the- has like a really good battle system, really good story, really good sound, really good... Um, graphical presentation but when it's all put together it kind of just doesn't feel as fun as you think it should well yeah because okay. i felt i really felt like i was kind of playing the first game all over again and not in a good way i was getting a little it took a while for me to get into the game and then once kind of the new stuff started happening like the new jobs and things like that then i started getting into it but it was like a slog for the first couple of chapters because of it So I feel like I feel like I should nominate the Skyrim special edition here. But uh Oh, I don't know if how, that works. How so? Be- huh? How how so? I mean it's exactly yeah. the same as Skyrim but prettier graphics. But more bugs. And they brought new ones in? No? All right. 
I've, I've put like a uh, hundred or so hours into special edition. I haven't noticed any significant bugs that weren't already in Skyrim. So. Wait, what platform are you playing on? PC. Okay, we'll see. That's why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, never mind. Never mind. I'm gonna pull that back because I don't think I can defend it enough. And so. Well, I, I've got one. I've Go got one. It. I'm gonna say Final Fantasy 15. And oh honestly, no, I, I feel so strongly about this one actually because. It, the production values are just incredible in FF15. It's, it's insane. Like the visuals are stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like they they have a really crazy, energetic sort of battle system. Um, a big open world to explore, but it just feels like it feels drab when I play it. Like I put, put maybe 15 hours into the game and I gave up on it. It was just so boring. I mean, they, you put all this effort into a beautiful. Uh, gra- graphics engine, and they use it to recreate Midwestern USA. Like, why? Why would you do that? Are you ashamed? Oh, I'm going to have to bite you on that one. <laughs> and then, uh, like the the battle system is it's crazy and chaotic, but like the control scheme is just garbage. It was hey, it's was so much better than it was the in the time. demo, though. <laughs> I was fighting the controls the entire time. It was just not fun. Uh, and then, of course, there's the open world, which should be amazing, but it's it's boring. I found it so boring to explore. There's like, you, there's locations you can visit, but there's not really anything there. You get a couple of little moments with the the crew. Driving around is tedious, and it's the only real way to move quickly through the world. I just everything about it just did not feel like it was designed the way it should. The like, way it, you're describing I, it to me, you lo- you hate all the parts. <laughs> Although that's the thing, like I, the individual parts have worked well in other games. Okay. Like the bit, the big open world with places to grow, uh, to explore and reach and stuff like that. I love that in like the Assassin Creed series, but I just could not stand it in Final Fantasy 15. It was, I think, and I think it's because the travel system in Final Fantasy 15 is garbage. <gasps> no. And then like, I love cruising in the car. What is the, boring? Every, everything. It's not interactive. You you, right. you set a destination right. and you get in the car. You listen to the radio and you're. It, it's like actually it's driving great. in and a I car. Put on, and so I put it and I put on the boat music from Final Fantasy XI and I just chill out. It's like it, if, right. I, if I wanted to drive. See, everything a, that you're complaining about is everything that I thought was good about the game. If, if I wanted and to drive the, a car and the, listen to music, I'd get into my car and listen to music. Oh, but then you get pulled over for cruising. <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> But you don't necessarily have to do the slow travel either. There's also fast travel. You can just pay the 10 gil to instantly... Oh, you mean load time travel? Mm. Yeah, load time travel. (laughs) Yeah, load time travel, which is like 30 seconds on the PS4. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's so long. (sighs) And even then, when you're doing the slow travel, you get to, you know, hear some of the banter and... To me, that's part of the charm of the game is getting to hear kind of the stuff with the bros. All right, but Sam, how I do you feel? Oh, go why, ahead. I understand why some people would find that frustrating. How do you feel about this, Sam? Are you okay with the Final Fantasy XV's name being dragged through the mud like this? I just like the hot boys because I didn't play it. <laughs> right, you didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair... I'm, I'm going to make two points as someone who didn't play it. I can understand where Adrian is coming from because that game took way too freaking long to be made and come out. So I can I can feel his disappointment. On the other hand, I can understand why Kelly would enjoy it. Like with 
for her, those are positives. For Adrian, he's just a miserable old man who likes nothing. So I think Adrian is wrong and boys are cute. <laughs> so what does it matter? None of these games are Overwatch, so why do I care? <laughs> Make me care. I might have I asked I might have asked before, but is Ebony really all that good? I may have answered before, but yes, it is. All right, good. <laughs> I don't know. I feel know. like we just did a secret handshake. I think so. <laughs> Even Adrian wasn't on board for that because <laughs> he, he put it all out of his head. All right. So I don't have a good nominee for this. I don't feel strongly enough about any of the games I played being that broken versus their their parts. So I don't have. I don't want to put anything up against the stuff you've already nominated here so we've got a pick between deus ex mankind divided final fantasy 15 and bravely second part of me just wants think... to give it to bravely second just because it's its category how about all of them because they're all unremarkable <laughs> it's not true <laughs> but they are because they're all they're all a little bravely default sorry chris mm. But they all defaulted somewhere. Hey, oh. <laughs> How do you, you know feel, you Adrian? <laughs> uh, I actually think Sam made the best argument, personally. I think uh, her <laughs> argument on Deus Ex made yeah. the most sense. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear you say that. My my heart. See, and, and, so my, and my argument, and I was going to lean towards Bravely Second. So, Kelly, how do you feel overall? I mean, Deus Ex fans sure know their stuff, and with the other two, it's they're divisive in a good way, and that some people might find well, it's like how me and Adrian are very contrasting with our opinions, is that what he didn't like about the game, and I liked and vice versa, and right. some people could argue the same thing about Bravely Default, sure. or Bravely Second, sure. whereas Deus Ex, it's like yeah, I it's can more universal, huh? Yeah. That. Yeah. All right, Deus Ex. Apparently, a lot of people had those complaints. Mankind that's, that's divided steals bravely seconds category from itself. Good job, De- I'm, Deus Ex. I'm going to point out. Let's all be thankful that Scott's not here because, oh God, his Deus Ex knowledge is terrifying, and oh, yeah, yeah. his arguments towards Mankind Divided are probably nastier than mine are. Ouch. So I've been replaying the first game this past year, and I really Isn't like it. Isn't the first it. game wonderful? It, it is. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't Adam Jensen wonderful? Yep, he I haven't, wonderful. and so I'm really sad. I'm going to go into the second game and see why everyone's so disappointed. No, you know what? Don't, don't let that stop you, because again, there are parts of the story that, yes, they're weird and disjointed, yeah. but the side quests, the side quests are amazing in Mankind Divided. Good. Like, they're actually one of the best parts, and they are the more cohesive part of the story. Okay. Um, so keep that in mind. Like, there's, there's, there are really good bits of the story, and again, if you already like the, the, the gameplay, you're gonna be fine. And the final area, and like I said, the final boss, it's kind of a fun boss fight. So okay. Just remember to upgrade your Tesla. Okay, to make it I, more fun. I, I will remember to upgrade my Tesla. And hope that they don't have to like completely unwrite the ending in order to make a sequel again. <laughs> um. Fine, it's not good. 
because that's kind of what they did. All right, so let's see. Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns Award. This is the worst follow-up to an RPG. I feel like we just we just had this category, didn't we? I, I don't know if Final Fantasy 15 counts as a follow-up to another RPG. No, so I think like Deus Ex just yeah. wins this then, huh? What <laughs> bravely D4, bravely second. Are there any other disappointing sequels if if i phrase it just disappointing sequels did anyone have anything else come up besides what we've just discussed to be fair chris there wasn't a lot of sequels last year i mean like we had um yokai watch 2 criminal girls 2 which let's be honest nobody expected that to be good right and i reviewed it dark souls 3 dark souls 3 was there um trails Trails of cold steel 2 exactly like SMT4 <laughs> Apocalypse. I mean, there's plenty of sequels. Just it seems like they were all good. <laughs> yeah, that was I a don't weird think thing we with had. I don't think we actually had any bad sequels. And again, what about Mercenary Sagas Three? Did anyone play that? I did not, but everyone I've talked to who has played it loves it. So right. that's that's the thing. Last year, I would say, is one of the few years where we actually had solid sequels come out. All right. And again, even though I'm, we've picked on you know Bravely Second and Mankind Divided. They are not bad sequels in the slightest either. All right. Like, they're still incredibly solid games. All right, so, so Mankind Divided wins then. Congratulations, <laughs> Mankind Divided! Even even a sequel that should have been a surefire win for this one, like Star Ocean, that was actually pretty good. Like, it's, it's crazy. I can't believe I'm saying that. It was Star good? Ocean no, I, wait, hold on, hold on. It was, it was, on, it was good. It was good? It was, it, I didn't play well, it, but the, the idea of the a Star Ocean two, game yes. being good is just... <laughs> It's so foreign to my head. Well, it's the best ones. It's the best ones in Second Story. I'll say oh my gosh! I don't believe you. And when I play it, I'm going to punch you in the well, face. Keep, keep in mind that that's a low bar, okay? Because you're competing against Star Ocean Three and Star Ocean Four. I mean, Star, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not hard to get above that. Uh, truthfully, Chris, I think the winner should be Criminal Girls Two because nobody should have to play that hot mess. Except that I did. You're welcome. And yeah, it's still a piece of shit. But the shit. thing is, was Criminal Girls 1 any good? No, it was a piece of shit. Exactly. So the worst follow-up to a crappy game or the worst follow-up to an <laughs> RPG, is it the one that's game. disappointing or the one that's just as bad as the first one? I think it's the one that's disappointing. You know what? It's what's disappointing is when your choices are big titty women and then your last choice is the one without boobs and you realize the one without boobs is the only sane choice in that option. And then you feel like it's like, oh my god, she's well, she's she looks so like much she's for tall. this show being family friendly. All right, developer with the best family friendly. Developer with the best worst of G- use of GP, aka money, <laughs> aka budget. So we're looking Final at Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, we're looking at big budget games. Well, that's the worst. Your, your FF fifteen. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> There's 15. a real winner right Just, here. All right. Oh, wow, we're not even gonna debate this, are we? No, not for worse. No, no let's, the game was in development for ten. And, and we don't years. need to it, pick it one of each. by default. We don't have to pick I, one of each. It's just what who did the best or worst thing they could with money, and it it sounds like it's fifteen. All right, cool. I I've got a different angle for this though, because the game itself I feel was solid, but all the crap they tried to do with the game, the movie that was pointless, the DLC game that was pointless. Well, they um, had to do the... that because they used their budget so poorly. Again, <laughs> the game was in development for 15 years. They have to make their money back somehow. 
didn't didn't somebody say like they had to sell like 15 million copies in order to break even or so, some stupid thing like that adrian here's the thing so all that is kind of speculation and quotes taken out of interviews right but yeah there was an interview that just went up um last week i saw it and they one of the director of the game or whatever said yeah we broke even on the first day so so from the same speculative sources as in interviews as we got that original quote we have another quote saying that they did break even already so that's 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 okay then if that's true um we don't really know (laughs) and they'll never tell us no they won't they won't give us a clear answer um, but there is a there's just as much of a chance of them being behind money now as uh, as them being actually all caught up and making money now. So hmm. well, I still think I feel still th- feel it's the worst use of budget because they spent all that money and I still think the game is crap. All right, that's an answer. Oh well, well, wait, wait! I just thought of a game that I did not play, but I remember watching husband play, which was XCOM Two. That was a broken hot mess when it released. Oh, I played through XCOM Two. It was fine. Broken hot mess. Yeah, but when it how came much out. money? How much money went into that though? That's what I want to know. XCOM so two I probably not that much. Wins. There's no way XCOM two is anywhere on the scale of budget as any of these things. About. Fair point. <sighs> so Final it, Fantasy fifteen, the hottest right, of hot. Just to make sure, were there any good uses of money that stood out for anybody? Uh I want to say story is the path of destiny. I can't imagine that in little a, indie game. There's took... no way that cost a lot of money. Exactly. No. And it was a great game. All right. It was a great little game. So I, I'm going to say stories. Yeah. All right. Stories was a good game. I, I liked that one. Same with moon hunters. Moon hunters was another one where it didn't have an insane budget. Oh, but... I don't like that game. Chris, we're not friends. <laughs> it's just moon weird hunters was more of an ex- boring. It is I weird. Just, it's more of an experience. It. It's not a game. I, I don't think it's a game that you'd really want to play in excess like yeah. but you can beat it in literally oh, God, no. five minutes no i, so. I understand that but you I run mean, around I it. it just makes me think like this could have been a much better choose your own adventure story than this and i don't really get it i don't know well, it's not a choose your own adventure it's procedurally generated choices world. and then it's... you're like eh, right. it, it, it was interesting i thought it was an interesting thought experiment more than anything else but and it definitely couldn't have cost that much to make. I, I, uh, I it was kickstarted, so we know exactly. Well, we have a good how idea of what how much it cost. <laughs> and like I said, for me, what I liked about Moon Hunters is I really, I really do like the art style, and I really do like the music, and I think that it's one of those games where I do wish they had gotten the online co-op up when it released because I think that actually could have made it a better experience. Um, but that being said, I really enjoyed my time with that little game, and. I feel like I got my money's worth because I played it through right. a couple of times. So, but it's like stories. You look at that and you go, okay, this is a really small budget, but again, it looks very, very high budget. So this, this is turning into the uh, budget conscious category. I like this. <sighs> the, well, that's the, what it, that is the category though. It's the best, worst use of budget. Yeah. So, it was kind of aimed at like people who do a lot, either really good or really bad with a lot of money. And what you guys have turned I it know. into, which I kind of appreciate, is who actually managed their Kickstarter funds well. <laughs> which I think is like a really interesting category <laughs> in and of itself. Um, good point, Chris, actually. We can be <laughs> friends again. Uh, so do you think uh, 15 for worse and stories for best? Yeah. I think so. 
I've actually played a little bit of stories and I really like it. So I'm going to finish it. You should play more of it. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, the the problem is I got to the end and then it's like, oh, I got to play through all this again. And I want to, but I have to do it. And I just, honestly, it's it's hard to get myself to do it. It's one of those games, though, where like even having to go back to the levels, the levels are not long enough that you feel like you take a different path. Oh, good. 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 Okay. What's really like, interesting, though, it, it feels a lot like. Did, did you ever play um, uh, nine 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 nine? Yeah, I was gonna it's say a, that. Yeah, it's, it's very, very much, much like, like nine that, nine right? nine. Yeah, it is very much like nine nine nine. Yeah, and I don't want to explain more of that, but yeah, that's I totally yeah, yeah had that thought. <laughs> and like the more you upgrade the swords and stuff like that, it'll open up new paths, and there's there's a lot of ways to get through the levels, Good. so you don't ever feel like you're playing the same level over and over again. All right, sweet. All right, Adrian, this is this next category is a new one for you. It's called Hour to Impress, the best weird indie game. So you played and, a ton uh, of these, so you should have yeah, some ideas here. I, I have a, I have, a, I have a few. I have a few. All right, um, all right hit us. One of the problems is I'm unfortunately not sure when all these games released, so I don't know which ones came out this year. But the one <laughs> I want to pick is actually not technically out yet. It's in early access. Oh. But it is so good, and I cannot wait for the final version, which is supposed to come out later this year. Uh, it's I haven't done my video on this yet, but it is coming, I promise. Uh, it's called CrossCode. I wonder and if we should limit you only to ones that you got the videos for out in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let them talk All right, CrossCode, C-R-O-S-S-C-O-D-E. Yeah, one right. word. And this, word. this game like just hits all my buttons for an amazing game. Uh, it's, it's an action RPG, um, with a 2D aesthetic, so it's like a sprite-based game. Um, fantastic responsive controls, um, it's got a mix of platforming and action combat. Uh, it's got a really cool story with a really cool world. Um, awesome silent protagonist, uh, honestly the best use of a silent protagonist I've ever seen. It, it's just, everything about this game is shaping up to be absolutely amazing and i really recommend if you if you haven't looked it up on steam uh check it out because it's it's worth checking out do we have to pick like from adrian's videos chris no i don't know did you no no pick an indie game well did you have any others you wanted to nominate and then we can pick with our lack of experience uh, with all of them. Okay, I'll, I'll pick a couple of those that I did for videos for as well. Uh, I will mention, uh, I didn't do a video for this one, but we will, I'll bring up Stories, because that's an indie game, and right. that was another really one that we've already talked about. I've played that, um, so I can get behind that. I actually did Moon Hunters as well. Yeah, Moon, Moon Hunters is another good choice. Um, I will also say uh, Saturday Morning RPG stood out. I liked Saturday Morning RPG. No, no Deepest Dungeon or anything? I didn't Darkest, that one. Darkest, yeah. Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon is a special, <laughs> special brand of hell for people. Okay. Like, I mean, if you if the game you love to hate. Um, I've been watching Scott play it f- since it was in early access. I've played some rounds myself, and I'm just like, this is special hell. I'm I'm good. I don't I don't need to play this. <laughs> Meanwhile, he sits there. He's like, must keep going. Have. Insomnia must keep going. Oh my god, my guy is freaking out. And then he's like, Leper, cure things, fix things, do things. And it's just like, Scott, come to bed. And he's like, no, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done. 
I'm not done. He's literally <laughs> going crazy like done. in the game. Awesome. That, that is exactly the response I get when he plays Darkest Dungeon. So I just go, I'm going to shut these lights off and let you have your own personal hell. I'll come back later. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I understand how my marriage works, at least when it comes to Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> The great thing about indie games is that there's so many of them every year. There's no way you can all you can play them all. So no, everyone no. must have played one or two that sort of stood out for them. All right, so See, we got. Okay, go ahead, Kelly. I I don't get to play play indie games very often. Usually because I wait until they're like super super cheap on Steam, which is usually like a year later. So um, I did have one I played that was from last year that I did really like. So uh, Momodora Rever- Reverie Under the Moonlight. Oh, was that actually from play- last year? Yeah, I just looked it up. It was uh, 2016. And I thought that was more of a platformer than an RPG, but all right. Um, It's a uh, Metroidvania. You become a kitty. Yes, yes, that's how That's how I was sold on that game, was my friend told me that you, you turn into a kitty, and when you duck down, your butt wiggles. And I go, okay, sold. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an amazing game. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen. It's I saw this. Go ahead. It's basically a symphony of the night light. Yeah. So I've heard. Th- I watched this speed run at uh, Games Done Quick, and it looked quite good. For a ten little ten dollar indie game, it really was a nice little weekend of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got to pick a winner now. I'm. We we are also missing Banner Saga two, which also came out. Was that a is that a weird indie game? Yeah, I guess given the story stuff. It it is and it isn't. I mean, I feel like Banner Saga is a lot more traditional for for RPG fans compared to some of the other ones we've mentioned. Right. Um. But that being said, I do think it's still a fantastic indie game that just I think should be played by more people. The storytelling is quite good. I mean, the only issue is if you don't like tactical games. You don't like tactical games, yeah, Banner Saga is going to be like hell for you. But otherwise, it's great. I like Banner Saga, but I'm actually going to vote for uh, Stories Path of Destiny just because I really like Stories Path of Destiny. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Something we agree on for once, Adrian. (laughs) It will never happen again. (laughs) <laughs> all right well we gotta lie. pick a winner folks we gotta pick a winner so banner saga sam is championing adrian has like three games we all like and <laughs> kelly's got momodora which only she's played um but i like the look of uh, i would go for stories out of this list because it's the only one i played um even though banner saga probably is amazing uh, so adrian let's start with you your winner's still CrossCode, right? <laughs> well, I I agree with Stories as well. I think that was a really good game. And technically, CrossCode isn't finished yet, so okay. I think Stories is probably the, the right choice in this case. All right. Sam, can we pull you over the Stories camp? Oh, easily. All right. Easy. Good. And Kelly... Go, Habs, go. Are you okay with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking right. up Stories right now, and I need to put that on my Steam wish list because um, that does look yeah, pretty good. It was free on it- certain platforms, but um, I guess... It was free on if you PS4 got for a while. Yeah. Like, I think it was like a couple months ago. And Power Lord in our chat points out that the Momodora games, that is the third, or excuse me, that's the fourth in the series. The first two are free. Oh. The third and fourth <clears throat> are both on Steam. 
I did not know that. So, Interesting. A lot of indie you, stuff Power going Lord. on there. Thank you, Power Lord. All right, Square Enix Award, the best HD re-remaster. <laughs> there wasn't many of them. No. All right, so what do we got? We got for for remaster port type things here. We've got uh, the Tales of Symphonia HD and Twilight Princess HD. Um, Adventures in uh, Mana. My dog in this fight is Twilight Princess HD because for me... For me, that's the best 3D Zelda game. Okay. And I think because of the Wii situation, that that game gets a lot of flack because most people played the Wii version. And I'm sorry, but the Wii version isn't very good because of the whack. What about the GameCube version? The GameCube version of that game I loved, but because the GameCube version is kind of rare, not a lot of people can play that version. Well... No, you're Obviously, right. Obviously, right. Nintendo put the superior version on the Wii U without the waggle, with extra features, with the map on the bottom screen, which is really nice. And I, I, I started playing that game. I played that the second that it came out, and I fell in love with that game all over again, like I did ten years ago when it came out on the Wii. It's just, it's such a beautiful Zelda game. And for me, I don't know how to put it. Like, for me, this is what Ocarina of Time should have been. Because I played Ocarina of Time kind of after the fact. And I was like, yeah, this is okay. But, you know, Link looks like a Lego and it hasn't aged very well. Whereas Twilight (laughs) Princess is just the perfect 3D Zelda game. Did you play the 3DS version of Ocarina? Yeah, I've played the 3DS version of Ocarina. I have. It looks it looks a lot better on the 3DS. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I I agree. It does. I just I think that Twilight Princess is what 3D Zelda should be like. Well, you're you're wrong. Um, Wind Waker is the best 3D Zelda. Uh, I'll just uh, say that right now. Especially it, the recent port. The I'm recent playing port through Wind Waker. Plastic, it's really good. But there's a lot of Wind water. Waker HD is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. At least it's amazing um, if you buy the sale. And if you don't know how to yes. get the sale, and you don't, and you don't you have good luck sale. at the auction house, then it's not as amazing. You, you do need to get the sale. You're right. Yeah. Um, that I, said, I will I will agree with Kelly. Twilight Princess probably was the best port. Um, they did a lot of the same stuff they did with the Wind Waker uh, port um, for Twilight Princess. They made adjustments to the game, fixed some of the problems with the the original version that uh, were needless time th- time sinks. Um, I think they cut down the number of. Uh, Whatever the, the stupid orbs that you collect, I can't remember what they're called now. It's been a while since I played, but it was a good port. It was a solid port. I don't think it was as good as the Wind Waker port, but it was still a very good port. All right, so let me... I want to disagree because Zelda's poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, no, no, like Zelda fans like their Zelda games. That's a sort of uh, steady and nuanced argument we've come to expect from you. <laughs> that is the right answer, Chris. <laughs> so I actually have a pick that has. You know that we've well, I, can I read some? I, hold on. Here. I, I let me read. Here. Let me read my list here. I just put together a list of like the ports that jumped out at me off our main game list. We have uh, Tales of Symphonia <laughs> that ain't gonna win. Twilight yes. Princess, which you've heard which about, has potential. Adventures yeah. of Mana, we that ain't gonna win. Disgaea PC, uh, a classic strategy RPG, now coming to the PC. See, see, but Chris, we actually did miss something that was an HD remaster. I, okay. Which was Odin Sphere. I I'm getting there. <laughs> let me finish. Guess what? Let me talk about Odin Sphere. You came. You I didn't even let me finish my game. sentence. No. 
<laughs> no, Valkyria Chronicles is still a great game. Was that the last one you were going to mention? No, Valkyria Chronicles Remaster is up is like uh-huh. one that seriously has to be considered. Um, there's yes. that Romancing Saga 2 port that some people like, probably won't win. Oldensfield <laughs> Leftrazir, of course, which I guess we're going to talk about soon. God Eater Resurrection, yes. Phantom Brave PC, Dragon Quest 7, Fragments of the Forgotten Past. Maybe that doesn't count as an HD remaster because that actually yeah, makes I the was game not. Say. That makes the game good. Um, and then yeah. Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim <laughs> Special Edition, seems really important to mention. You know the HD version of an HD game and Dark Side <laughs> Dark Siders War Mastered Edition. All right, now so, go for it. Odin Sphere, freaking right. gorgeous. Looks a million times better. And I mean, to be fair, the PS2 game was really nice. Does looking. it fix the slowdown? Yes. Oh God, it does. yes. And you can That's actually turn the slowdown oh, yeah. back on, can't you? Yes, you can. <laughs> you can really. <laughs> no, I'm just being a shit. Oh, I thought you could. Amazing, All right, I'm sorry. No, I thought that no, I had heard that you, you could. All right. Um. Well, no. He, okay. You sort of can in that you can actually play the original PS2 version in that HD remaster. Well, then that sounds like the slow the that, slow version. That's would be what there. I mean. So you, you you can. Can you can you just like click a button and go between the versions, or do you have to load it up? No, no. It's, you have to load it up. You, like you would actually have to start the game. Oh, it's a different save in, file and everything. Um, I did not do that because when I was reviewing it, obviously I needed to be playing the new, the one. pretty yeah. HD <laughs> version that the is the one people care about. Yeah, I just, just loved it. Listen, I really did. And to be fair, is I never the bunny finished. man still adorable? God, yes. All right. I love. I, to be fair, I love all the characters in that game. Like, it's weird because I never finished it in on PS2. Like, I just I didn't get hooked, and I think it was because everyone told me about how bad the low times were, and I was just like. And maybe they'll remake this. And then they did. And I was like, now I'm going to play this game. And I was completely in smitten with it. I loved it. It is no so, Dragon's Crown, to be fair. I mean, Dragon's Crown has sexy Amazon lady that you could fry eggs on her thighs. But, you know, Odin Sphere is still great. Oh, so boy. I've got the PS2 version sitting on my shelf right now. Should I... Just not play that one and get the no. HD remake. Oh, yeah, get, get the HD one. I've, I've okay. played both, um, and yeah, the this port is a really good port. I, uh, and honestly, does it, it, it fix the issue with Odin Sphere, which is after playing through the first two stories, you're like, I gotta do all this same stuff again. No, that's not really fixed. That's I gotta do that. Part of the that's, game. that's kind of the core part of I the just game. Don't like um, that. It's, it's the right. slowdown that's fixed up. And honestly, the slowdown was the biggest issue with the okay. PS2 version. It was is one of those games on the PS2 that uh, was ahead of its time. It just it the the PS2 was not capable of handling the graphics. It just wasn't yeah. able to keep, uh, keep up with it. And uh, now that the technology is caught up, um, it works a lot better. But I still think Twilight Princess is the better port in this case, if only because Nintendo actually improved on the game itself. They didn't just, you know, put it together and make it run smoother. They actually improved it. Like the visuals have been improved uh, and upgraded to HD. Um, the uh, A lot of the gameplay features have been upgraded as well. And it's just generally a, a, a an improved version of the game, not just a port. So I think I'm going to pick the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim because on the PC you can still use mods with that and put Randy Savage in the game. So I think that <laughs> makes it a winner versus everything else, right? No. But the, there's a, it's a pointless port. Like, 
it's it's so pointless. I, I do not understand why they even made it. Uh, it it just makes no sense. It's like an HD because upgrade they, it, that you could already get through mods on PC. It makes no on sense, PC, and that's yeah. why it was free if you already owned all the expansions. Yes, it was so, free. So that, that, I mean, you can't complain that they basically brought in all these things from the other ports, and it sounds like they may not have implemented it very well. But I guess you had a good experience. So well, uh, I played a I spent a bunch of time into the PC version, and it's it's solid. But again, it really isn't. I want to point out it's the really it's the one on this list you've played the most of, isn't it? It is, but that's just because Skyrim is in a freaking amazing game, and I love so, it. All right, uh, it has nothing to do with the fact the special edition. I mean, I could just as easily have sunk that time into the original Skyrim. All right, and so it, my experience would have been identical. It's yeah, it's well, so... you would have had to put some mods on, but yeah, it would have been identical. It's not a it's not an impressive port in any way, shape, or form. It's it's it's, it's the most meaningless port of all time, I think. So are you going with Twilight it, Princess? It's, it's, the, it's, it's yeah. the horse DLC of ports. Yeah. <laughs> I bought the horse DLC. All right. <laughs> all right. So are you going with Twilight Princess? Or are you going to yeah, bring I'm, up like I'm, Valkyria I'm Chronicles? Absolutely, I'm absolutely going with Twilight Princess for sure. Sam, Chris, and I can respectfully disagree. <laughs> I can't I can't say yes or no on Twilight because I haven't played it yet. I'm working through um Wind Waker H D and it's amazing. So um I so guess because of that I, Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Twilight because of that. So <laughs> Alright. <laughs> we have a winner. Twilight Princess, congrats on winning the Square Enix H D H D re remaster award. <laughs> no Wind Waker H D. <laughs> Alright. Um, I don't know. This next category we probably should have talked about before the show because I don't know if we have picks for it. But um, here we go. The It Sucked the First Time, But I Gave It a Second Shot, and It Still Sucked Award. <laughs> so this is for a game that you're trying again after saying every, everyone told you it's it's going to be good. It's good now, or you just didn't understand it, and you tried again and realized, no, it's still terrible. Adrian, Chris, this you, is your favorite award. Let's be my, honest. You love saying that. You love saying that the, line. It sucked the first time, time but gave it a shot, second shock, and it still sucked. Oh, okay. wait. This is your White Knight Chronicles award, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, this is, this, that's right. This is my Xenoblade Chronicles I forgot award. about that. That's, that's right. I totally forgot where this came from. <laughs> I was going to say, Chris, this is why you love this award. Because you're haunted by White Knight Chronicles. <laughs> Von RPG is nominating Undertale, which I'm not going to agree with. Um, you know what? That's my that's hey, my husband. Wait, wait. When did when did when did Undertale come out? That was, was 2015. That's my pick. I'm going all the way back. Um, that's my best RPG from before 2016 is Undertale because <laughs> I actually played that last year. Or wait, I played it this year. Oh damn it! I played it in 2017, so I have to pick it next year. All right. See. When we go back and make our predictions, Chris, you can put that in there somewhere. That you <laughs> I'll know, predict that I forget about Undertale again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. I'm All right. The, it's, okay, we got to pick something for this category. I don't even know. No, no. Does it, do these have to be from 2016? No, because no, I no. Okay. It could be any game then, you played. No, it could my, be anything. My nomination, hands down, is um, Final Fantasy Type Zero HD for this. I finished this last year because I, when I, well, <clears throat> I basically spent sixty dollars on a Final Fantasy fifteen demo that I didn't even play, <laughs> but <clears throat> okay. I wanted to revisit it this year just because it had always bothered me that I had never finished it, 
And that game is just a downer, and it's not a very good Final Fantasy spinoff. And this is coming from somebody that can find something to enjoy about just about any Final Fantasy game. And I went back and replayed it because they fixed the issues with the camera and stuff like that. And it was like, this game is so boring and so tedious. There, there was no reason why it needed to be on a console. It was much. It, it felt like it played much better in bite-sized chunks on a portable, and the ending was just such a Evangelion downer that it's like I can't believe I wasted my time playing this. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but wait. So, so did you try it at one time and then give up on it and come back to it? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right, when it came out in 2014, I tried it and I couldn't deal with the awful camera. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually they released a patch that fixed the camera. Isn't and this the and game Max like, Storm okay. liked? I thought, I think he was into this on, on yeah, PSP, he was. though. He, well, he loves the music. I know he loves the music. I'm not oh, sure okay. what he feels about the game itself. I think he reviewed it for us. I uh, gave it like a 3 or 3.5, something like All that. Right. All right. I've, I've got, I got yeah. one for this game. Um, I'm going to say uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4. I uh, I started not playing that apocalypse, first... just regular. Right? Not apocalypse, just the regular one. Yeah. Okay. I started playing that uh, when it first came out and gave it a shot. I played a few hours and I was, eventually I was like, eh, this, this I'm not feeling it. Uh, and I went back to it this year. Um, I had a like a 12 hour flight to Australia to kill some time on, and I decided to pick it up and try it again. I sunk a lot more time into it this time. I put in about eight or ten hours or something like that, and. I just, yeah, it got tedious again. Uh, okay. it's, it's such a grindy game in in not, a, in not a good way. Which is interesting given that Apocalypse is less so. I yeah, Apocalypse, uh, Apocalypse adds a downloadable, you know, <laughs> easy mode. Easy mode. <laughs> Su- super easy, excuse me. It's below it is easy. Super, it, is, it is super easy mode. Well, let's put it this way. Anna got through the game in 44 hours. I got to imagine that's not the normal time length you're supposed to no. spend with an SMT game. <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot no, she was playing that on Super Ease. I was like, did you sleep during playing that game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she I slept. I was wondering the same thing, and then I thought about it, and I was like, nah, she's got to be playing on Paradise. because yep. She was on Paradise, no and she, she loved it. She was bragging about it. <laughs> and she's See, saying I, that I, is a normal time for the game but whatever <laughs> i i think for me when i reviewed it for us i think i was at about 75 now that sounds more like a smt game and i was playing mo- i played most of it on normal except for the final boss i think i switched that to paradise because i was like i'm i'm over this game i just want to review it now <laughs> i was like paradise it is for the final boss <laughs> i played most of it on normal because I'm not hardcore. So I, See, have... I usually play. Okay. Sorry, I usually play SMT games on easy if I can, just because it kind of. I mean, even easy, you get a, a challenge, but you at the same time you get better exp and uh, gold gains. I I'm I'm usually with you on that, but when I'm reviewing, I try to behave myself and try to play things on the recommended difficulty. Um. Unless, like, it gives me the option to switch halfway through, and I'm like, cool, you know what? I played most of this on normal, and now I just don't give a crap. I want to finish. Let's go to easy. But no, I do try to play everything on... on. Like, if I, I'm playing it for my own enjoyment, I totally play easy. 
Ah, I see. I'm with you, but when I'm reviewing, I don't do that because I kind of have to, you know, put the critical thinking cap on sometimes. And I'm like, is this hard on normal? Is normal normal? I don't know anymore. I think it only matters if easy makes it so you have to not, it makes it so you can ignore parts of the battle system that you would otherwise learn and potentially appreciate if you put it on normal or hard. Um, that, that's that's the risk of easy. Otherwise, I think on games where that's not affecting your experience in that way, and and it's the sort of game that you just want to get strong as fast as possible, easy is probably the better way to play and more enjoyable. But yep, I don't know. Oh. It, it's going to depend on the game and depend on you what you're trying to get out of it, I guess. True. <laughs> what we're talking about uh, difficulty levels. I've actually, I just finished a game where uh, difficulty levels play an interesting role. Uh, Tales of Berseria. The difficulty settings in that game actually affect the gameplay, which is really weird. Like, if you set it to the easiest difficulty mode, you get more experience, uh, but you can't access, um, like, you, you're, the gear you drop from enemies is worse. Mm-hmm. Whereas you set it to the highest difficulty setting, you get less experience, but, get but you get more grade and you get some, you can have the chance to get some really insane gear. So is this, uh, is this you can change it on the fly, right? You can change it any time, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so the I think Sesteria did something like this as well. It did. It did something yeah. similar, yeah. But it's, I think it's a really neat way to handle difficulty modes, actually. It's really clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you use easy to get kind of caught up with your levels and then switch it up higher and, and actually try and learn what you're supposed to be doing, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, Sam, do you have a pick for this category? I do. Um, I tried to play... So I love games like Gauntlet. But I and my roommate, we tried to play the Slayer Edition last year a few times. Because we were like, man, maybe we'll just we'll get through it. Maybe we'll just get through it. And uh, we spent a lot of time crying because the, the game is just mean. And I, I still think that, you know, the new Gauntlet was not that great to begin with. But we wanted something like old gauntlet and we were just like this should be like old gauntlet and it's less fun because of it so you, you wanted uh, something that would cost you a thousand dollars in quarters yes no <laughs> no not really it's just one of those you know what we were just we wanted to play a cooperative game and we were just not digging it and both of us generally love those quarter muncher games so we were just kind of sad that we were sitting there going, this, this game is just balls to the wall hard, and there's no damn good reason for it. That's too bad. I, I was very sad about that one. Like, again, it's a, I expected to like it, but it just, it sucked balls. So last year, right. uh, oh, go ahead. No, no. So last year I went through and played all of Disgaea 4, um, and I... I think I'd done Disgaea 3 last year as well at some point. But um, <laughs> all these games I'm forgetting that I played, and now I'm remembering them as we go through this. Um, it, but I went through Disgaea 4 for sure. Um, and when I got to the end of Disgaea 4, I then proceeded to do the DLC, just like I had done with DLC, with Disgaea 3. And it's you know it's the bonus to being playing on the Vita. Like, I get all this extra stuff on it, and all the DLCs included, so I may as well enjoy it. And somehow I, I got through, like, the there's a 
there's one piece of DLC where you go in the past and they tell you a story and it fills in some backstory about two of the characters that you actually care about that in the game. And then the other DLC is about two of the characters that you probably don't care about as much in that game. And for some reason, I just kind of stopped playing and, and set it aside and said, oh, I'll come back to that, finish it off, and that way I can focus on Disgaea 2DS and then Disgaea 5. Um, and I never did that, never did that, never did that. And finally, was just the other night trying to like figure out, all right, I need to, to, to pick up a new portable game. And I, and I dusted that one off and said, oh, I should finally go and visit, finish Disgaea 4. And I realized I don't like that DLC content. It's a piece of crap, and I really don't like it. And I didn't understand that at first. And then I read some stuff on Game, Fa- game FAQs, not like this is a, a good place to get your information for whether or not something's good or bad. But uh, I found plenty of other people complaining about it there, and I felt justified. And I said, you know what? These characters suck, and this DLC sucks, and I'm done with it. And so Disgaea 4 DLC, at least the Fuka and Desco show, um, gets a vote for me. It still sucks. And I'm just going to skip it and move on to the next games. So, there. Womp womp. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for your sadness, Chris. <laughs> As usual in this, co- in this category, there are no winners. Only, Only losers. losers. Only losers. And that's us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got to bring it up, folks. We got to bring, bring, bring the energy back. So I want to hear from you all. We need to hear your nominations for best Choco Bro. That's right. Who's the best character in Final Fantasy 15? Out of the Gladio. Four. Gladio. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly says Gladio. <laughs> what do you say, Sam? I haven't played this game, but all the boys are pretty hot. Can I just? Have no, you got to pick one. You got to on- pick one. No, I just want to put them on a sandwich. <laughs> that's it. That's not- <laughs> I've discovered oh, a new course. recipe. Here we go. All the boys in the sandwich, so they're one boy. So I'm going to say all the boys. Can we just figure out how to put all their names together so I can just be like, it's one boy? Gladi Ignis Nocto. Right. That's my answer. Kelly's my hero. Promptio, promptio Noctis. Promptigio, promptigio uh, <laughs> Promptigionknis. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Sam says everybody. Kelly says Gladio. I'm going to Ignis. Ignis. Adrian, you got to uh, pick one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Cindy. Cindy. All right. Of course. <laughs> Cindy. Best choker, bro. Cindy. Done. All right. Winner. <laughs> Winner. Cindy. Perfect. Thanks, everybody. All right, now it's time for the Missed Out Award, the RPG you most wanted to play but didn't. Um, uh, I got to look through my Cold list Cold Steel here. 2 for me. Ooh, all right. You haven't played Cold Steel 2 yet? Kelly, you because wrote Stardew Valley down. For shame. Kelly, oh, right. you, wrote, shame. you already wrote a, a, an answer in here. Right, Are you changing that... it? Uh, you got to pick. <laughs> I know. It's hard for me to pick. Star, st- well, I to these two games are for very different reasons. Stardew Valley is because I want, I don't want to um, not eat for a month because <laughs> I'm a harvest. It's a farming moon game. Fiend. Eat your food. Yeah, exactly. No, Breaking no. Cross. I mean, I am a harvest moon fiend yeah. and I get addicted to harvest moon. And I also got addicted to Terraria and Stardew Valley. No, not Stardew Valley. What's the Terraria clone? Uh, Starbound. Starbound. Star Starbound. Yeah. I got horribly addicted to Terraria and Starbound. So I'm afraid that if I, I have it on Steam, I bought it on sale. I'm afraid that if I 
touch that game, then I'm just you're gonna see me two months later with my hair all grown out and sit as a rail and not eat. Whereas with Cold Steel Two, I haven't finished Cold Steel One. Okay. I actually have the same answers, except I still haven't played Cold Steel One at all. So shame on me. Uh, and Stardew Valley, Kelly, I'm in the same boat. I yeah. know I'm just going to be gone forever. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to play through Story of Seasons Trio of Towns right now for review, and it just makes me so happy. It's pretty fun. But it's like, I know with Stardew Valley, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to do all the things, and then no one will see me ever again. So it's probably why I shouldn't touch it. Yeah. So I have two answers as well. Um, okay. Cold Steel 2, because I'm just completely out of that entire Trails in the Cold Steel series. I haven't gotten into it at all, and I feel terrible about it. You, like, you all disappoint me. Right. Um, and then I, I have always a, disappoint you. And so. then my other answer, I feel really weird about, given Sam's discussion earlier, the game that I was feeling so disappointed in myself up to the start of this show um, for not finally getting around to playing was Deus Ex Mankind Divided due to how much I loved Human Revolution. But now I don't know if I should feel that bad about it. Chris, play Mankind Divided. It's fine. Okay. You're, you will have fun with it. Right. You can still stick around and, you know, sleeper hold people. Uh, ooh, I love sleepy hold people. Isn't sleeping hold? It's time for so you much to go fun. to bed. No, don't, don't, don't do it in the middle of the hallway. Get over here. No, damn it. Get out <laughs> it. I, uh, Adrian, <laughs> what did you most want to play but didn't do? Well, you know, I, I think I'm going to say Mankind Divided as well. Um, right. That's another one. I, honestly, I totally forgot about it until we started talking. <laughs> A lot of people did. <laughs> It was just one of those games that just, you know, just sort of came in under the radar. I don't understand how that happened. It was happened just a, a game. really bad time. Like, when was it released? Like, August? Or End September? of August. It's probably yeah, the same time out. of year that the other one came out, I bet. But yeah, and it's coming out the same time of year yeah. as a whole bunch of other stuff was starting to come out, too, I think. And it just, it just sort of sunk below everyone's radar because of that. Yeah, Human um, Revolution came when out. I was the reviewer. I want to point that out. <laughs> you know it's bad when I'm the reviewer for it given I'm married to the Psycho Day. I would like I would fan. I would like to point out Deus Ex Human Revolution came out August 23rd, 2011. Deus Ex Mankind Divided came out August 23rd, 2016. That's hilarious actually. <laughs> I wonder if that was on purpose. I bet you it was on purpose. They're trying to recapture lightning. I'll also add, um, I'll also add uh, since we were talking about that as well, and now I'm actually kind of a lot more curious about it, is uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. Because if it's improved from the original as much as you guys say, uh, I think I might enjoy it. Well, no, yeah, it had, it really all is. we said is that it had an easy mode, right? <laughs> well, no, you said, um, you said it's less grindy. I've heard, I've heard people say it's a, just a better okay. game. It's right. less grindy and... It's, sorry, it's less grindy and the map is improved so that you actually know... Oh my know god, yes. The map makes more sense. And like Jack the Frost is part of the story. Yes. <laughs> I may be the only one who like, cares about that. I, I finished the two of them pretty close together. I think that's why I ended up having to review Apocalypse for us, was because I think I was the only person that still had Thor fresh in their brain. Um, and it is like night and day. Uh, I think I see a winner here. <laughs> Cold Steel 2? Yeah, looks like it. <sighs> With a well, runner-up I mean, of Valley, I feel like Kelly and I's opinions of Stardew Valley 
I feel like oh. it should be both Cold Steel and Stardew Valley. Well, it's Cold Steel Two was RP Gamer's game of the year, and I'm the only one here who's played it. That, that <laughs> says a lot. But farming Sims. I'm uh, based on the the people present on this panel. Emotional weight wise, it does seem like Stardew Valley is it. Um, <laughs> but intellectual, like I know I should like this, and I I would probably feel much differently if I had bothered to actually get into the series or finish up these games. Cold Steel Two seems like the logical choice. So well, between the two games, you're looking at 160 hours. So it's it's kind of reasonable to that you haven't gotten to it yet. So I think the winner should be SMT4 Apocalypse. No. Um, <laughs> Stardew Valley um, and Cold Steel 2 because we can't decide and we don't have to. No one's making All us. <laughs> Alright, the Wish You Had Missed It Award. The RPG you wish you hadn't booted up. Can I say Criminal Girls 2? Yeah, of course. You can <laughs> say whatever I you got want. Roped into that one. There you go. Yeah, I, I think reviewers are uniquely positioned to have a good answer for this because they're forced to play <laughs> things they don't want to. I had gotten quite a few decent games in a row. I got told I had to take a dud. So there's my dud. All right. All moified and gross. <laughs> for me, it was Stranger of Sword City. I can't believe I wasted a birthday present on that. Ouch. Uh, is that Ellie, because of the version, no. or is it just not good? It was very obtuse. Um, okay. I had to re re-roll or restart the game one time, or I can't remember that I did it twice or once. I think I did it once because I had messed up my characters, and I liked Demon Gaze. I haven't had a chance to play Tokyo or Operation Abyss. And I kind of went straight from those to this one. Oh, and which, I, version, know, I, which version did you play, by the way? The Vita. Oh, the Vita. Okay. Yeah. But I really like dungeon crawlers. And for me, that one was just too obtuse of a dungeon crawler, even for me. Ooh, I realize I have an answer for this. <sighs> Thank you, Kelly. I'm going to nominate Final Fantasy Explorers. Is oh, that, God, that one. That came... That's another one of those games. It's not the worst game, and there are worse games you could have booted up this year. But for me, that was the one that um, I sunk a number of hours trying to get better and, and learn that game better and make it into the Monster Hunter Final Fantasy dream game that I wanted it to be. I even had two friends, uh, Mistiana and and her her um, uh, partner, uh, Crystal, they they didn't they played the game they they put even more time into it and they were helping me out and i just couldn't like that game i just hated it the more i played of it so that's my game i wish i hadn't messed any time with it or spent any money on i it. i i played a little bit of it because i bought it when it was cheap and i agree with you i thought that it was just very dull yeah mm. yeah there, were, there weren't really any games i played this year that uh I outright hated because any game that I just wasn't clicking for me, I just stopped playing like Final Fantasy 15. Uh, but I'm going to say uh, Exist Archive um, just because game ha- the game had so much potential and it just squandered it so horribly. Like it wasn't a terrible game, but it wasn't really a good game either. It just it really fell apart. I want to actually talk to you about that one because everyone who 
has talked to me about Exist Archive is like, if you love Valkyrie Profile, Sam, so clearly you would love this game. No. So I booted no. it up. Well, I agree with you, though. That's the thing. I booted <laughs> it up going, okay, like, Valkyrie Profile, Sam's favorite game in the whole world. Nothing can top Valkyrie Profile. Played Exist Archive, and I was like, I don't see these stupid comparisons. I see them in the battle system. I'm like, but this is shit by comparison. Well, but in the, based in the on what you're saying, the- yeah, nothing can top Valkyrie Profile. Uh, sounds like. The, the battle those. system is very much a clone I, of Valkyrie Profile. Let's be clear. But, whenever like, anyone's talk, I mean, whenever anyone says that they're talking about the battle system, aren't they? Yeah, they're I mean, not talking say, about running around 2D exactly on a map. The, thing. <laughs> no, the no, battle system wasn't the best thing about Valkyrie Profile. See, and like that's the thing. I I do like the battle system in Valkyrie Profile. It's obviously not my reason for loving the game, but I thought Exist Archives battle system was garbage by comparison. I need to stop you here because this is not adding up in my head. I'm thinking about Valkyrie Profile here. And that is a story. <laughs> let, let's look at the sum of those parts. Oh, no. So we have a game that came out on the PlayStation, right? It's a PS1 game? Or is that PS2? It's a PS1 yes. game. Uh, PS1 it's one game. And perfect All right. in every All right. way. Yeah, it's per- yeah, perfect in every way. It's got a, 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 a it's got a killer soundtrack, right? It sounds great. Oh, it's got so it's got that battle system, which you're either gonna love it or you hate it, right? Um, because yeah, I love the overkill system, but that's yeah. why I'm upset with Exist Archive. Right. You have running you around poorly. on a map. You have getting lost in a dungeon um, with a bad map and a bad idea of where you're trying to go, and that doesn't really matter much. Then you tr- finally find the right way to go, and you trigger a cutscene, and then you have a story that you pretty much can't understand without a proper translation. So I don't know what is it about Valkyrie Profile that makes us like it so. Um, if it isn't the battle system, what's left, really? I, I the can tell scenes? you why I love it, because um, for me, Valkyrie Profile has actually been my favorite RPG for years, and nothing's really topped it. I know you and I have had this discussion before about the story, and your points are fair, Chris. They are. Um, I actually love it because it's one of the few romances that is done incredibly well. Mm-hmm. And that's actually why I love the game. You have a very wonderful romantic plot line in there. Um, you also have a heroine who saves the male character, sure. which is kind of awesome. You don't see that very often, you know, and I give them a lot of credit for that. You watch Lenneth save Lucian's life and it's like, oh, thank you for putting that trope on its head and doing it incredibly well. Mm. Then you have just, I love like, the ending a i think it's one of the the best endings and lizard is a delightful villain like he's one of my favorite villains of all time because he's just he's insane so i don't know i just have fond memories of it and i tend to i tend to ignore some things about it all right I no I, I i remember the stuff that you've always said you liked about valkyrie profile and exist archive has none of that um i disagree with you about the battle system i think exist archives battle system was actually really good i really enjoyed it but that's mainly because i figured out how to use it properly um it explains itself very poorly um kind of the, it turns out the secret to that battle system is to not attack all out um, yes, and I, I started and, to figure that out. But. Yeah, the, the secret of the battle system is attack um, and don't try to overkill. You just try to barely kill them and then uh, and then move on to the next enemy so you can kill as many as you possibly can in one turn. Which tur- is why in one I round. think it's, 
it's crap compared to Valkyrie profile because in Valkyrie <laughs> profile you're encouraged. You are encouraged to overkill. I think I think Exist Archive it gives it a little bit more uh, strategical depth in a way, um, especially with some of the boss fights. Um, but okay, I didn't. Get uh, the very story, I will say the story in Exist Archive is such garbage. It starts with so much potential. The opening scene sets up a, a possibly amazing stage. And it just goes nowhere with it. It makes no sense at all. It's one of the worst stories I've seen in a game in a long time. Ooh. Just ooh. See, now you actually make me not want to go back to it. No, don't don't bother. Uh, it, uh, I know what you like about Valkyrie Profile and Exist Archives. Not it. You won't you won't like it. Okay, you you will you will think the characters suck because they do, and uh, you'll think the story sucks because it does. And yeah, you won't like it. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. I appreciate you from saving me from myself. <laughs> All right. It was um, actually on my list to try again this year, and now. Oh I no! Like, it was going to be the it sucked the first time award winner for you next time. <laughs> I know, it's actually on my list to try again, and everything Adrian is telling me, I'm just like, no, I actually really won't like this one bit. All right. So there again, this category has no winners. <laughs> Sam with Criminal Girls 2, Chris with Final Fantasy Explorers, Adrian with Exist Archive, The Other Side of the Sky, and also Sam for that one, and Kelly, Stranger of Sword City. Thank you, everybody, for going through the Crying pain. a lot? Yeah. <laughs> Biggest surprise of the year. I know what mine right, is. I, from from I'm, I'm coming. Gonna, okay, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Coming from a man who put up a picture of a trash can as his demo impressions for Final Fantasy 15 at E3, um, I have to say Final Fantasy 15 was my biggest surprise of the year. I expected that game to be other garbage, and it came out to be a game that I actually really enjoy and have sunk 60 hours into. So don't, that is. Don't second guess yourself, Chris. It was utter garbage. It was not utter <laughs> garbage. I'm sorry. Um, I'm on Chris's side. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, and then like, oh, they actually did do something about this battle system to make it, I don't know, it's part of a bigger whole that actually, that is a game, in my mind, is more than the sum of its parts. Um, now, I should note that I haven't finished Final Fantasy XV, so Chapter Thirteen may change my mind. So, Sam, what's your biggest surprise of the year? Mine is actually uh, Return to Popolocroy. Return to Which Popolocroy. Which I, right. I know a lot of us have forgotten about that, but... Um, I actually thought that game was just darling. I mean, okay. I, I'm mad because it's one of those games when I was reviewing it, I couldn't give it a higher score. My brain tried and tried and tried because I was just like, I am so sucked into this. The story is delightful. The characters are really cute and it's really fun. But the story of Seasons part of that game really sucks. <laughs> and I think that's what held it back for me at the same time. I'm Fair like, enough. I am loving the actual part where this game has a story. Now that there's no story, I don't care. <laughs> so I'm kind of sad now. So but I did enjoy it. Yeah. So I feel like that is probably the closest choice I have okay. to a surprise. Because like, I honestly expected not very much from that game. So I got a little more than my expectation. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. All right, Adrian, I think you have one okay. here. I, I've got two, actually. Tie. as a tie a for me. A tie. All right. Yeah, there's two games this year um, that, based on my experiences with the prior entries in the series, I were, was expecting to be utter train wrecks. Yep. And both of them 
ended up being remarkably good. By the and way, one of them, every all one of, of them these, I would actually say is the best in the series. By the way, this this category can go the other way. You can have the something you thought was going to be awesome and ended up being terrible. But all right, uh, the only one that would possibly apply to that would be Final Fantasy 15, but right. I was already going in that tepidly. So, all right. um, but anyways, the two games that I want to uh, talk about for here are uh, first of all Star Ocean Five, um, which given the fact that Star Ocean Four was such an utter trash pile and Triace has been doing terribly as of late. Adrian, uh, they've been on your shit list for the last couple <laughs> oh, of years. They have indeed. But in Star Ocean 5 shocked me at how good it actually was. Um, the combat system wasn't as good as Star Ocean 4's, but everything else about it was solid. Um, the story was decent, the characters were fun, um, the, the, the environments and the crafting system were both well designed. It was actually a really enjoyable JRPG. Very traditional. Didn't really push the boundaries like Triace usually tries to do. But you know what? That was a good thing. That's what saved the game. Because if Triace had tried all their usual crap, it probably would have been another flaming garbage pile. But no, it was a good, fun, solid game. It didn't break any molds. It's not my game of the year by any stretch of the imagination, but it was a pretty solid game. I really enjoyed it. And uh, the other one, um, going into the same theme, was uh, Mega Dimension Neptunia 7. Or actually, sorry, Mega Dimension Neptunia V2, which is not confusing at all. No, not at all. Uh, (laughs) uh, Which, again, given my history with the series, um, I expected it to be relatively poor. I mean, there was one game in the series that was actually decent. That was the, the Mark II. Um, but the I other thought people two, liked the writing in the first game, and then oh, that's writing series, in the first game was great. Or, but only the first release of it, not the second release. I can't yeah, keep up. That, that's the way I feel. Anyway, the the writing in the first version of the original game was good, but the game itself was garbage. Right. Second game uh, was actually really solid. The writing wasn't quite as good, but it was still really good. Uh, the third game had great writing, but the gameplay took a step back from the second game, but it was still above the first game. But then you have to uh, consider this, all the remakes of those three games. Yes, and then they were all, all the retranslated, right? <laughs> yes, they were all retranslated and relocalized by uh, Idea Factory ah. International instead of uh, NIS America. Uh, Mega Dimension Neptunia V2, though, was done by Idea Factory International. And it was a really, again, like Mark II, it was a really solid game. Uh, it was funny, uh, had a lot of bizarre, nonsensical plot lines and characters, but it was a really decent, solid game. It, the gameplay was fun. I uh, didn't have any of the uh, BS health regenerating enemies that uh, Victory had, um, or the completely nonsensical gameplay of the first game. Um, yeah, it was it was a, a solid all around game. Like uh, Star Ocean Five, it was just a generally decent game. It didn't break the mold or anything like that, but it didn't uh, it didn't suck. And given my history of the series, I kind of thought it would. So there you go. All right. Whew. And Kelly, you're with me on Final Fantasy 15, right? Yeah, I was expecting to be the Final Fantasy 15 defense squad like I was for 13 for God knows how long. Right. And I was also expecting not to like it very much because of it being open world. And I don't really do games like Skyrim and stuff open world very well. I get very lost and overwhelmed and easily frustrated in open world games so the open world and that and the demo didn't really impress me at all. all right so when i found myself just wanting to play that game every day 
it, it just astounded me. And the I really thought that the game was also going to fall into that Final Fantasy trap that they've been having where the characters are just unlikable and not just being just an emo jerk like protagonists have been since 8. And I found Noctis to be a really likable guy. And, you know, he had his little emo moments, but he, in the emo moments, you kind of understood why he was being like that. Hold on a second. You, you said they've been emo jerks since 8? Which, which yeah. games have you been playing? Seven. Like, Zidane, Zidane was definitely not emo. Well. He was, he was just, he was a sort of a... No. Nine is kind of nine is kind of the exception. Oh, Titus wasn't really a, a oh. emo either. No, he was, he he was a daddy issues. a little bit, but yeah. maybe a little bit, but not not anywhere near as bad as like Cloud or Lightning. Lightning was kind of emo, but I, I don't think it's a trend. I, mean, I think honestly, twelve and nine really... don't have it, but uh, the other ones do, in my per- opinion. Because mm. I mean, really. 12 the only character is Balthier and it's the only character there should be in that game so. <laughs> oh he, he's the leading man he is the leading man All right. and, and bear in mind too that Cloud kind of got retconned into being emo because of the movies because in the, the <laughs> game itself he's not like that but oh. in Advent Children he's I don't know in the game it's, in the game. The translation is so <laughs> yeah, poor it's so bad. how would you that? notice hard to say. <laughs> oh. and you know the bottom the bottom line is like yeah a lot of the games may not be like that, but that's how people perceive the games. I think. Well, I think people. The only game you yeah. really know is Final Fantasy VII. But regard, eh, regardless, I really thought that the four party members were going to just be insufferable, and I liked them so much that I forgot that they were just characters on a screen. Espe- especially Prompto, I Wait, thought Kelly, that Kelly, hmm. they're not real. I know. Okay. Uh, so just making sure you know. All right. But especially Prompto, I thought that Prompto was just going to be annoying, and he ended up being one of my favorite characters just because of how sweet and lovable he was. Mm. He's, so he's that meant to be just, the relatable one. So yeah. So that game just defied all of my expectations. Good I agree, and, and that's why it's the winner of the category. No, um, so are we going to debate this because this is going to be a hard one, I think, because Adrian's not going to let us have fifteen. I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, if it surprised you, that's fine. Like, I, I get, I get that you might have been surprised it was good, but it certainly didn't surprise me. I was expecting it to be crap, and it was crap. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do we get? Where do we go on here? What about Sam? You have a, you have a vote. You're going to push hard for Popolacqua. Oh no, God, not at all. <laughs> to be honest, I think they're all winners. All right, then I think Kelly and I get it by numbers. Um, and Adrian said he was okay with it. So, all right, next, the next category I wanted to take out and was told I have to leave it in. It's the Sam Wachter Best Sex Award. <laughs> um, it's the only award that matters. <laughs> And I actually thought of an answer for I don't it. even know who these people are, but Sam has nominated Lelise and I, Arnis. Or which Arnice. I'm going to explain. Okay. So they are from uh, Knights of Azure, which came out last March. Um, and it features a lesbian couple. Okay. And there's lots of implied sex in the game. It's only implied? So, oh, how far we've fallen uh, from the days of Dragon a- Age. I know, right? I don't have a Dragon Age fun over, I think, is part of the problem. This year, I'm getting a Mass Effect. Well, what about Criminal Girls? There's got to be sex in that, right? (laughs) 
No, there actually wasn't. Oh. I, I admit I was a little disappointed. I, I, there was no like first person dungeon crawlers that just had like scantily clad slime ladies or oh, no, anything like was, that. There was scantily clad babes in you know criminal girls, but I actually really liked Lily and Arnas's relationship in uh, Knights of Azure. It's actually really well done. Um, and it's actually just nice to see a lesbian couple in video games but, and the game outright saying they are a cute lesbian couple that have silky nighttime dress cuddle time, which happens a lot in the game. So yes. because I don't have, you know, a Bioware game to, to fawn over my sex award, I feel like this is, you know, the okay. right answer. It's like best relationship right this answer. year. <laughs> <laughs> It's again. It's the only game I played this year that had some semblance of sex. I'm trying to think if I played anything that had a semblance of sex. I can't think. Oh, Fire Emblem Fates. Oh my gosh. Of course. Fire Emblem Fates sexy times was kind of weird. And I really censored didn't like sexy times. I really didn't like the mini game where like your butler man is making kissy faces at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I married the butler. Yeah, and the second my in my playthrough of um Revelations, or not Revelations, the. The goody two shoe ones. I yeah, I totally married the butler, and I've been blown on his face. It's it, it makes me feel weird. It's so weird. It, yeah, it's so weird. And I snorted. It's like oh, at first I was worried about being with you, but now I admire the mess or something like that. And it's cute because yeah, he's and a you're butler. Just like, and it's like oh no, okay, I feel weird. I, I want this to be cuter than it actually is. So, because that's my problem with Fire Emblem was like. There's a part of me that wanted to be like that to be sweeter than it actually was. Mm-hmm. I found most of the dialogue incredibly corny, and it was just kind of yes. like I feel. That's, out that's the problem with that game you. entirely is its yeah. dialogue. <laughs> well, it's just it's so skeevy, mm. and like you kind of sit there and you're just like, I feel like someone is touching me inappropriately, and I do. Oh, not that's like what this. happens if you try to marry Elise. You should feel like a terrible <laughs> pervert and be taken away to prison just for thinking about doing it. How dare you? How dare you? You leave your little sister alone. Chris, I agree. All right. It's just wrong. It is just wrong. So wrong. wrong. Do you agree, Anna? No one should marry Elise. I mean, we we could just go with Kelly's answer, which is Gladio. Gladio and Kelly Kelly in her head, her fanship answer. I I will make him cup noodles anytime he wants. I'll open I feel his like it's cup a great puzzle. And I've, I've got an amazing answer for next year. Yeah? Because uh, I just finished Tales of Berseria, and it goes into explicit detail about the Kraken Queen, which mercilessly whips any sailors who manage to fish it up. I can't oh. wait to start this game. <laughs> but it's since that comes, came out this year, not uh, not next year. I know. I'll nominate next year. But this year, uh, I will say Reen and Sarah. Because there is nothing Who? quite as uh, Reen Schwarzer and Sarah in uh, Tales of Cold Steel, because there is nothing quite like a hot redhead teacher. I don't know how to spell their names, so I'm just going as bad as I can. Uh. Amen, amen to hot redheads. Okay. Amen. All right. So who's our winner? Who's our winner, Sam? I feel like you have to pick the best sex. I'm going to go with Gladio and Kelly. Gladio and Kelly. 
All right. Because you... let's be honest, I mean, nobody wants my fluffy lesbian couple to win. No, I mean, <laughs> to, I played that game, Sam, and okay. I do agree that that would, you know, it's nice seeing a little bit of representation in a game that isn't all per. The representation of that wasn't all pervy either. It really was a sweet relationship. And just Knights of Azure was a great underrated game anyway. It, it definitely had its moments that were really delightful. And they really were, for me, the best part of the game. And I think that's one of the things I really praised in my review, was just the fact that I loved watching the chemistry with those two characters. Like, they were just really darling. And their relationship was very normal. Like, there wasn't any melodrama or any anything angsty either, which, again, is quite refreshing, um, you know, for some RPG romances. Um, you just get this really sweet couple that just, they like each other's company and they care about each other. Um, and it just, it warmed my heart so much. And, like, I just pictured really, really cute, sexy times for them. Especially because, like, I mean, the only pervy bit of this game really is you get Lily in a nightgown, like a sort of see-through nightgown, and then Arnis has that weird, like, white bikini she wears, but otherwise, yeah, like, they're cute. Oh, yeah, every time you get a level up, you have yeah, to you have the weird to see pervy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam needs to go take care of some business, but it's time for us to talk about a new category. Story I'll let you guys the... talk your new category, and then I'll come back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry that dog needs to poop. <laughs> I love that you think Dakota needs to poop. It's funny. I know. Uh, Adrian, do you have a nomination for Story of the Year? Oh, of course I do. Oh, uh, I'm going to say. Cold Steel 2, oh, and since I'm the only person who's actually played it, I guess I'm the only one who's going to be talking about it. Uh, yeah, Cold Steel 2 takes off uh, where the awesome Cold Steel 1 uh, ended, and it is, it's fantastic. Uh, everything basically was built, it, it's a, a lot like uh, if you've played uh, Trails in the Sky and Trails in the Sky Second Story. Uh, it's a lot like that, in uh, that uh, the first game builds up the characters in the world, and then the second game does stuff with it. So Trails of Cold Steel builds up all these characters and all, and this crazy, uh, the whole world of Erebonia, the country, and sets the stage for the political conflict that comes and takes the center stage in Trails of Cold Steel 2. And in Trails of Cold Steel 2, you're going around the country saving it from this military coup and uh, and dealing with all this political intrigue. It's really well done. Excellent. Um, and I'll have to take your word for it because I haven't played it. Kelly hasn't played it. Um, and Sam's dealing with dog poo. Uh, I don't Kelly, think she's played it either yet. <laughs> Kelly, do you have a nomination? Um, I'm going to go with Fire Emblem Fates. Really? Because mm. I really did, you know, despite some of the Which flaws one? and shortcomings. All um, three or just one of them? I only finished the... Hoshido side, I think. Birthright, okay. Yeah, I only finished Birthright. Okay. I didn't finish Conquest. But I did like how heart-wrenching the decision was of having to choose. Now, granted, bear in mind, I have the well, cart that's the that prologue. has... prologue. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have the cart that has all three games on one card. Oh, okay, yeah. 
So I did I did like how they Why kind haven't of you built finished up. the other two yet? Oh my gosh. Because other stuff came out. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Yeah, I started Conquest, but I need to finish it. It's just it, that you have I one of those really... special cartridges, and I feel bad that you haven't played all three yet. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that later when we talk about something else. But okay. uh, that really was a an excellent story and how you make your decision and how they kind of agonize. Oh, you oh, have yeah. to kind of agonize over it. And uh, how everybody that you end up, how everybody that ends up becoming your enemy is just really distraught that they have to face you. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing story. I, I don't agree that it was amazing. I thought it was kind of had some shortcomings. Like I thought the setup was great, like you say, but I think that that story kind of peters out in the prologue where you make that choice. And then after mm-hmm. that, especially in Birthright, I felt was much weaker than Conquest. But um, I'm before I go all out hate on it, I really want to get through Revelations and see if they redeem it there because I think a lot of what's missing in that story is motivations of people and they mm-hmm. seem to intentionally not give it to you in Birthright and Conquest so um, yeah alright whatever so you like that Adrian liked Trails of Cold Steel 2 um, since I didn't like F- Fates' story and I haven't played Cold Steel 2 I'm going to go the, take a weird choice and go Pokemon Sun and Moon <laughs> that's actually not a weird choice the Sun and Moon story was definitely the best story the Pokemon series has ever had or I don't know at least compared I'm thinking Alpha Maybe, Ruby and Omega Sapphire might have been a better story, but... Um, I don't know about that. I, I'd say White and Black would be the possible competitor yeah. okay. to Sun and Moons, but... All right. No, Pokemon Sun and Moon definitely had a great I, story. I just... I, and a lot of that story was just like the environment for me, but um, just seeing how try and live up to you and, and live up to his destiny and, and figure out what he's going to be and, and, and Nebby getting into the bag or not getting into the bag. Get in the bag, Nebby! It was just very fun, and I just... <laughs> enjoyed um, being with those characters and and going through that plot line um even if it was kind of shallow it was like if it's so it, it was it was an enjoyable one um and also the <laughs> the villains in that game or no the villain organization in that game had absolutely no motivation whatsoever and that was kind of so endearing and charming um team skull oh, which, which one are you, are you team skull team skull team skull yeah not well, team skull yeah. we're just punks you're yeah. not talking about the actual villains, no not okay. the actual villains I know. <laughs> team skull was delightful and i like that they crumped they come at you oh crumping. my god yeah i, I love the fact Never. that team skull cosplay has taken off around the world yep. like there's like groups of like gangs of people going that was at magfest yeah that was skull. great it's amazing yeah. <laughs> so appropriate like i'm gonna dress up as team skull oh right 40 other people did it wait actually that's perfect let's all go around together and just sit places exactly and crump don't forget that's the most important part of being a team skull member Uh, sam did you have a favorite crossing your arms crossing your arms did you have a favorite story um my favorite story story for this year i'm trying to think because i just had to sit and think about it now because dog um probably for me was banner saga 2 or stories path of destiny i had a feeling i'd pick banner saga 2 if i had played it but you know what i'll go with i'll explain both my choices i guess for story path of destiny i love the presentation of the story I love the way the ways in which the story. Can you explain changes. how that works for people who haven't heard it, who haven't played it? So, in Story Path of Destiny, you begin with 
I think it's two choices, Adrian. You uh, every you chapter three. you get two new choices. Oh. You so get two new choices, yeah. and right. basically you're building off of those two choices. Um, what's delightful about it is that um, you can really, really change how the story is going to going to move throughout the story. So different doors that you exit out of will change the story. Uh, different. Um, how do I describe it? Uh, by doing different events in different orders. Yeah, so each play, so you're supposed to play through this game multiple times, and each time yes. you're choosing, am I going to go after this item at this stage or not? Am I going yeah. to go after this item, choose not to go after it at this stage, and then circle back and go around for that? Or am I going to go after this person instead? And it's those sorts yeah. of choices. And you can see how each, there's like five stages, six stages, and you can make a choice each time. And so you can do the math and figure out how many permutations there are, and they all matter. It turns out, um, yeah. or at least well, most of them. I believe there's five endings. I believe okay. four or five endings, and the secret to the game is that you can't get the true ending to the game until you complete all five. Right. That's right. Um, like I love like the first choice I made. I think was to save his bunny friend, mm -hmm. and the ending you actually get with the bunny yeah. friend. Yep, like, that's that what I got. I didn't expect that. Yep. I wasn't expecting it either. And Same that was the first here. One I got, and I was like, you know what, game. I like you. That's clever. <laughs> no, okay. I need to know. Is this like Sh Shadow the Hedgehog where the true ending uh, just completely writes off all the other endings? Or do no. all the endings? No, it's, okay. more like, it's more like 999 where okay. um, the information you gather in each ending uh, is remembered in each new each, okay. each path the community yeah, like, character yeah, remembers your, your the character is remembering what happened that. yeah there is a there's a yeah. MacGuffin that your character remembers what happened in their previous play playthroughs that's right like yeah. it's adorable okay. like spoiler for example the bunny's a dick yeah <laughs> let's not <laughs> right? say anymore let's no. not say anymore yeah no play, just, just play the game it's play really the game just, yeah just, okay. just to explain when you go back after you get that ending like he'll say but my rabbit friend you know he wasn't very nice but, you know, he might have pertinent information for me for some other part of the storyline. Yeah. So, like, even just bits of dialogue change. Yep. Depending on your choices, which I think is what, is what makes stories a very special experience. The other choice that I have is Banner Saga. And Banner Saga is more, it's more like a Bioware game in terms of its choices. You know, you make the wrong choice, people die. You... <laughs> Go the wrong no, direction. Guess what? Sam, Sam, don't paint it like that. You make any choice, people die. You make yes, that other choice, people still die. <laughs> this other people this die. It's, it's oh. Oregon Trail, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I had so many people die in Banner Saga 1, and I was surprised how many people didn't die in Banner Saga 2 for oh, me. Oh, really? I was, okay. I was a little surprised. I managed to keep a good chunk of people alive. Maybe, maybe, you, should, maybe you should play it again and do it right. Get everyone dead. I know, right? I, the like, first really game, I feel like point. I had nobody left by the end of it, and I don't know how I finished oh, I it know. to this day. No, I, I was in a similar boat. It's like, oh my I'm... gosh, this siege needs to end. There will be no characters left. <laughs> yeah, like the, the game's just kind of mean for that. But the storytelling is really good. And like, even though like, I, I feel like the game has too many characters at times, I like that they give you snippets of each character's story and it's enough that you kind of understand where they're coming from and it makes you feel like, okay, this decision actually matters. I barely know you, but I actually feel bad for you. So 
I gotta hope I make a good choice. <laughs> and I think I spent a lot of time going, I, I don't trust myself with this decision making process, but I gotta pick something. Oh god, oh god. And then like I cried a lot most Aww. of the time. Oh, I, I just I hate when I kill a character in a game. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I just sit there and go, I could have done better to make them live forever. Um, even though there's probably nothing I could have done. Yeah, especially the end of that first game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, we need to pick a winner. Story of the year. Should we just give it to Adrian since we feel, all feel bad for not playing Trails of Cold Seal 2? No. Do we wanna... No, okay. <laughs> because Adrian doesn't deserve to win all the time, Chris, which I feel like tonight you've been letting him win more. All right. It's unfair. It is Maybe... unfair to Kelly. We could do stories to... since I've actually played that some, um, unless everyone I, gets I on the Pokemon game. Stories. stories was very good. Stories had a. What about you, story. Kelly? Kelly, you haven't played stories. What do you What do you feel like here? What do you want to see mm. win? Kelly should play stories. I, I yeah, I think stories. She, the the multiple paths is selling me on All this right. game. So stories well, wins well, we're for talk- storytelling. <laughs> we're talking about story of the year, so I think a game named Stories should win just by default. That's a really good point. Okay. All right. Biggest boneheaded move is our next category. What was the dumbest thing this year, either in an RPG or from the industry or press? Nintendo still pretending they give a shit about the Wii U because that's still kind <laughs> of fun. <laughs> let's let's release uh, uh, Zelda. And this Tokyo Mirage Sessions thing, and Mario Color Splash, and yeah, we got nothing. They tried. Come on, they tried. They're, no, they, no, they gave it. No they gave it a. They gave it a last ditch effort, I, and it didn't I, work. I refuse to give them credit because Nintendo constantly proves to me when it comes to the console market that they are just too stupid. Oh, they're clueless. You're right. They are clueless. They're just Although... too stupid, and it's like you don't learn your lesson ever. They don't. They don't learn their lesson. Well, they kind of blew like, it out of the water with the Wii, but again, that kind of sucked. The Wii was dumb luck. I don't care what it says. I think luck. you're probably, yeah, it was dumb luck. You're right. And I'm going to be honest, like, I'm not sold on the Switch. I look at it and I go, oh, look, another gimmick. I guess I can take the console to the toilet. Woo! That's the best part. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm not sold. I really don't give a shit. And the Wii U is. It was that machine. It's like, I wanted to love it. And Nintendo constantly was like, we don't know what to do with this. It's all about my ass. Well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, a console success always lives or dies by the software. The console can be as cool as it you want. If the software is not there, no one's going to buy it. Exactly. And uh, that, that's, that, that's the problem Nintendo has is that on their consoles, they have trouble attracting third parties. I mean, the three their handholds do so well because they attract third parties out of Japan like crazy. Like the 3DS is doing gangbusters because they get so many third-party games. Uh, Same with the DS and the GBA before that and the Game Boy before that. Um, Their consoles just haven't had the same luck, unfortunately. To be honest, Nintendo's embarrassing half the time because it's they don't put a solid effort in. And whenever they're like, we have third-party, within the first year, that that third-party is gone. And they really just don't make the effort to make it appealing. And it's sad because there are games like Tokyo Mirage Sessions that unfortunately have limited appeal, but are probably pretty great. You know, and if the, if you have to constantly use Zelda as your damn selling point, fuck 
you, Nintendo. Whoa. All right. Sorry, I had to drop Harsh my word. Wow. Harsh word. Okay. I think it's just going to be amazing. I can't Mario wait. and Zelda? Like, come on. You can do I, better I, than that. You can. And the fact that's what you use to get people to buy your consoles, bite me, Nintendo. That's just sad. I, I'm sorry, but the Wii U is the Nintendo Saturn. It really is. <laughs> You know what? And I could agree with that sentiment because I do like my Wii U. I'm just uh, very disappointed that they uh-oh. didn't try. Uh-oh, that means it's the Switch like... is off the market in seven months or whatever? <laughs> oh, God, yes! I'm, I'm sorry. Like, if anyone expects that thing to last more than a year, All like, right. come on. Like, the Wii U, I'm amazed it trickled along the way that it did, but let's be honest, we, we didn't have it on It sounds more like your biggest bonehead move is Nintendo releasing another console at all. Because <laughs> it is! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie! <laughs> I, I love, like I said, I love their handhelds. I think Nintendo's just a special snowflake when it comes to consoles. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a clue anymore, and if you're gonna keep selling nostalgia, at least do it right. But I'm I'm honest. Like I don't care about nostalgia. I don't I, care about half the titles they put out anymore. Other than Kirby. Well then, then don't, don't worry about, about this. I guess I don't know. <laughs> well, I've been, I've been finding all their all the best stuff they're releasing is on handhelds now, anyways. Yeah, including exactly. everything on the Switch since the Switch is a handheld. <laughs> I, I know they call it a home console, and Reggie's like it's a home console, and that's only until they get the sales that they need to replace the 3DS, and then that'll be the. Well, thing. If, if it does replace the 3DS you. and they push it like a handheld, yeah, it could be successful. Um, that's the market. They just need a new battery, is all. <laughs> yeah, but they won't. That's the problem because Nintendo's clueless. They I don't are, know. Like, I, maybe they are looking at it and saying it's a home console, and I'm like, I, and the I fact think that, that I they're doing that. The Sam, if you remember, they did this with the DS game. as well. When they announced the DS, they didn't sit, commit to getting rid of the Game Boy, and then once the yeah. DS actually sold well, they're like, oh yeah, uh, then we have no plans for a new d- Game Boy at this time. Uh, and they still wouldn't commit to getting rid of the Game Boy, even after they had gotten rid of the Game Boy, which I think is funny. But you know what? That's a fair <laughs> point, Chris. That's totally <laughs> a fair that, point. But let's be real, Sam. Let's be real. Uh, Here, I have something to read to you. (laughs) Dear Chris, thanks for your recent letter. I can see why you want to see games like Xenoblade, The Last Story, or Pandora's Tower released here in the Americas, but at this time, we have no new information to offer or announcements to make regarding these games. I realize this is disappointing, but your comments have been documented and made available for other departments here to use as they see fit. We appreciate hearing what our customers find important. Sincerely, Nintendo of America Incorporated, Sissy Barner. Do you have that letter laminated by your desk? <laughs> it is It is sitting on my desk, yes. So that you can just whip it out any time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is- honestly, Nintendo of America just gives no shits about their fan base at all. They, they don't. Well, they really don't. Like, this is why I don't understand why we still have hardcore Nintendo fans being like, the Wii U is the best thing ever. It's like, nah, <laughs> nah. You stop that right now. Well, it is for Mario Maker, which is why I'm really worried about the Switch. How are they going to do Mario Maker on the Switch? Because that's like their be- their most exciting Chris. thing. Go ahead. Let me tell you what I'm mad about. You know what the missed opportunity on that console was? Mario Paint. Mario mm-hmm. Maker yep. does not cut it for me. Okay. Mario Paint. Yeah, that is pretty shocking I've that they didn't been... make a Mario Paint. Uh, I'm sure they thought about it, but yeah, I don't know why they didn't go with it. Also, well, okay. I for the coloring feature. Yep. <laughs> 
okay, to be fair, in a world where you have Adobe Photoshop, you don't really need Mario Paint anymore. <laughs> you, um, saying. Listen, Ma- you were, Paint the was... things you were doing with Mario Paint were not replacing Photoshop, even oh when God. Mario Paint was new, all right? No, nobody <laughs> no, even used, I don't think anybody ever actually used the coloring thing. People were yeah, playing, it's all like, the music. <laughs> we want it to be called yeah, Mario Paint, and we want it to be a music composer, <laughs> composing software, and damn it, that's what we want because we're Nintendo fans. <laughs> What I'm saying is that back game. when Mario Paint was released, uh, yeah. painting and editing software wasn't a thing. That was even before Microsoft Paint was a thing. Oh, come on. No, Microsoft Paint existed. It just PCs were not. I got to look this up yet. now. I got to yeah, look this up that's now. What I meant. Mario Paint came out July 14th, 1992. So this was before Windows 95. Um,. <laughs> is this going to work? MS Paint release date. Is that going to tell me anything? <laughs> the first version of Paint was introduced with the first version of Windows, Windows 1.0 in November 1985. Wow. There you go. I guess I learned something. Well, even oh, the yeah. uh, old crappy uh, 1985. Gen 1 uh, Macintosh is the, uh, the, the Apple, the Apple IIs or whatever so, they were. They, even they had a simple version of Paint, so it's not that, like that software is all that. that only had that. two colors. Yeah, exactly. It was like a pencil. I don't care. I'm just sad that Mario Paint was a missed opportunity on the Wii U. Because, I don't know, I didn't get excited for Mario Maker. Pardon me, wish I did. But when I played it, I was just like, I'm not I'm not into this. I want my coloring book and my music thing and my Flyswatter game. Here's what I think happened to Mario Paint. I think that they thought about doing it, and then they thought about what can we do to actually make it something where you learn how to draw better, and then it turned into those DS games, the 3DS ones where they actually teach you how to draw, like the, the what's it called? I forget Art the series. Art Academy. Art Academy. That's what I figure happened. But whatever. Yeah, maybe. I, I, can, I can understand that. But th- that, doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't excuse not coming out with Mario Music. Because that totally should have happened. <laughs> no, it should have. Yeah. Like, everybody liked making farts. Well, they, they, on the, you had to make the music Mario in Mario Maker. <laughs> in, in, it was in, terrible. In, yeah, yeah. What'd you say, Adrian? Go ahead. Well, on the Wii, they had that Mario Conductor game. Oh. Uh, you mean Wii, Wii Music? Wii Music? Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. Oh, with Ravi Drums. Woo! <laughs> yeah, all right. I, I guess after the failure of Wii Music, maybe they didn't want to do a music game. I I should, I guess that might have been a smart move on their part. <laughs> but making it actually like Mario Paint thing, oh, I don't know. Would would that appeal to, to kids nowadays, though? I mean, because... Kids don't know what they want, let's be honest. Hmm. I work with children on a daily basis. They don't know what they want. They get more excited about bubble wrap they than they do They want to play Overwatch. Else. Oh, you know what? You know what? That's not wrong, Chris. My nine-year-old nephew, the one who asked Adrian to, to take over- him to yeah. go see a movie, yeah. no less, plays Overwatch. Yeah. He's absolutely atrocious at it, but he films he films his matches. Yeah. He tells everybody that if you play Junkrat, you're supposed to headshot people because that's how you play Junkrat correctly. Uh, also, Power Lord would like to point out in the chat that Mario Maker does have the Flyswatter game. Oh! I'm still less excited, though. I know. But thank I you. Know. <laughs> All right. <sighs> okay. Let's let's move on from the Wii U. Also, I, I don't know if the the Fly Swatter game is as much fun without fighting against the mouse on that bad mouse pad. I know the the, the <laughs> fun. 
Uh, so what other bonehead moves do we have? Uh, uh, I have that? one. Nintendo oh, rant? <laughs> I have one that's Nintendo related. Oh no. Go um, for it. Splitting Effie Fates into two separate games. Into three separate games. You mean. Th- not only splitting it into three separate games, but having the one having it be on one cartridge be a limited edition thing that unless you were on Amazon that specific day, then you were missed out. Heck, that this entire category could be <laughs> Nintendo. You can, you can download them into your other game. It's it's fine, Kelly. I I know, but I I'm a physical copy person, and I really think that that was a shortcoming of Nintendo, and just Nintendo as a whole being terrible with supply with anything this year. You could probably turn parlay that into just Nintendo have being terrible with supply this year because of the NES Classic and not being able to find a 3DS the last half of the year. Oh, gosh. The NES Classic is a good nomination, isn't it? Oh, man. Because it's another one of those stupid things where Nintendo's like, yay, nostalgia! Let's bank on nostalgia! I hate you, Nintendo. Well, I, I really wanted to get one for my family for Christmas, and I wasn't going to play that get up at 3 in the morning to go to Target to, in hopes that they had one thing. So I ended up um, getting a retro or a Raspberry Pi for Christmas, and I call it my NES Classic with Blackjack and Hookers. Guess what? That is the right answer, Kelly. Yes. Right answer. Better than actually buying the damn thing. I just, that one, that one bothered me because I just kind of looked at it and I was like, really, Nintendo? You need to make an NES Classic? And oh my God, there's there's some games on it. And it's like, I could get an emulator that does the same thing and it's yeah. actually probably better. And also, I, that controller, why did you need to have the stupid little... Like, oh, you, know, you think ours is bad. Don't forget how it is in Japan. Oh, yes. Where they have so- like the miniature version of the controllers that's scaled down to the size of the system. Considering yeah, how well that thing sold, I think it was probably a brilliant move on Nintendo's part, well, regardless okay. of how good Then why is it out of print already? Is. What are they doing? Okay, to be oh, fair, the reason why I wanted to get an NES Classic for my family is because a Raspberry Pi is a pain in the ass for someone to set up who even knows what they're doing, and you can easily mess up a Raspberry Pi. You gotta, and uh, my family isn't that tech savvy so i can understand it nes classic for people that aren't tech savvy enough to know about emulation that being said why nintendo only felt the need to release a box of them in the united states without pre-orders to just be like uh here you go fight over them is ridiculous one box i like that idea like we made a box (laughs) (laughs) all right I, I say my biggest bonehead move for uh, the year is more broad and industry related. Um, game developers, not every game needs to be open world. I, I'm just putting no, this out I, there. No, you're wrong. There every, are, all of them. All of them got to <laughs> be open world. There are other types of games out there. They don't no, have to be open world. They all have to be open world, and you need to climb a tower to unlock all the points on your map. It's very important. It just seems like everybody is doing it unless... these days. It's insane. Yeah. And half the developers that are doing it have no idea how to make an open world game. And so many of them are turning out to be garbage <laughs> or just boring. Why should that it's my, stop one of my biggest, It's one of my biggest 
complaints with Final Fantasy 15 is the open world is just not fun to explore. I mean, the only the well, only I don't explore is, it. I go to the next quest on it. I'm not supposed to like exploring yeah. it. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. That's what an open world is supposed to be. Oh, no, no, no. This is an RPG. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Stop it with the open world. It doesn't need to be open world. Just make the game the way that it plays the best. If you're going to do open world, do it right. Look at Bethesda. Look at Rockstar. Look at the people who have done this well. So you need enough bugs in it is what and you're saying. And figure out what makes it good. That's all I'm saying. Make it gooder. Make it gooder. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I didn't play a lot of open world games last year. Well, I'm honestly really worried about the new Zelda game just because it's open world and I'm not yeah. convinced that Nintendo has any bloody clue how to make an open world game. That's that's a reasonable concern to have. Yes. That's kind of been my suspicion about <laughs> Breath of the uh, Breath of the Wild for a while because it's just like, you know what? Open world Zelda, that could be a cool idea. Then I thought about who was developing it, and I was like, what did they know about open world games? <laughs> I'm sorry, I realize I am being such a dick to Nintendo, but let's let's be honest, what do they know about open world games? It's well-deserved. Nintendo has been kind of dicks back this year. Yep. It's why I'm just like, nah. I'm just glad that they finally seem to have let up on the censorship. I mean, it was really bad at the beginning of the year, but they seem to have stepped back from it, at least recently, in the, the later months of the year. I didn't hear anything particularly egregious. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the hottest mess is. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's another competitor's term uh other big things that went on like uh, we had the oculus vr stuff blow down this year we had um, that was a thing that we forgot about already so mm-hmm. clearly not as bad as nintendo mm-hmm. that's that's fair um Come on, Chris. Is there anything worse than Nintendo this year? Just Nintendo in general? Yeah, I think, I think the winner is just Nintendo. <laughs> you know what? Life's not fair, Chris. Adrian, what was your... Nintendo will continue to take your money. Yours yours would have been censorship, but it isn't because it got better somehow, which I don't understand, because Fates came out in the middle of the year. No, Fates Fates was early in the year. It was the beginning of the year. Like the first quarter of the year, I think. I I don't think they got any better at censorship. I think they stopped releasing products that you cared about. Maybe that's what... That might be what it is, yeah. That very well could be what it is. We'll we'll see if they put... uh, If they remove the ability for Link to remove his shirt in Breath of the Wild in in America... We'll, we'll see if they do that. Shirtless I think Link. <laughs> you know what I'm still upset about is Link still isn't able to be a girl. Yeah. I know I'm in the. Yeah, I know not everybody's on board no with that problem. one. I, know. I have. No I know. I know. With I know. Link not being a girl. I know. I, honestly, the Zelda series has so many girls in it already I just can't that are handle, amazing. I can't Why handle a weak crying Zelda too? in that game. I just, ugh, I don't need that. Like, Not just Zelda crying, Zelda ugly crying. <laughs> ugly crying. It's like, just let her be strong. She's always, well, she's been strong for a while now. Let's keep that going. It's a nice thing. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Yeah, winner's Nintendo. Damn it. Um, now we're going <laughs> to... We're going to wait on this next category because we might actually be able to get wheels to call in. So, so we'll, <laughs> we'll skip on that one for a, a second. <laughs> Um, all right, so best RPG to appear in December. Let me read off to you the RPGs that came out in December. <laughs> Why is this still a category? 
because it's it's great. <laughs> this is this is because great. It was it was just for me that one. It year was for last year, mind, yeah. Right? <laughs> so we have the dwarves, not we are the dwarves, the dwarves. Um, Stardew Valley, Super Dungeon Tactics, and Mercenary Saga Three. So I want to so say Stardew congratulations, Star- Stardew Valley. <laughs> Fastest award Wait, ever, Kelly. Why do you have Final Fantasy Fifteen in here? <laughs> Because it uh, came out like at the end of Does it November. Count? It's not December. That's uh, November twenty ninth. No, nope. it was close enough. No, nope. nope. this is, a, is this is this is best December. <laughs> we are. Can, can it be December ish? No. We added this award last year. Can it be December ish? No. It's it's December ish. No. It came out in like April. That's m- part of twenty sixteen. It's good. Bad. This award is legendary because it was created specifically for me, for Yakuza 5, because it's <laughs> the only game that mattered last, like, in 2015, as far as I'm That's concerned. right. All right. And that's why Chris okay. let me make this stupid award. Okay, okay. so... Now, I acquiesce. Now we get to the actual opposite category of biggest surprise, so I guess I was wrong earlier, Adrian. We do have a biggest letdown category. Uh, do you have big letdowns? Uh... Biggest letdown, or did nobody have big letdowns? It was just oh, we already surprises. did that. I don't know what it is anymore. Oh, right, you're right, you're right. Deus Ex, Mankind was, Divided. No, those, those were the, the 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 ones that pretended to be bravely default. <laughs> yep. And Kelly See, had bravely second. Uh... <laughs> how, about I just read, how about I just read our biggest letdowns from you know our 2016 actual awards, which was Stranger of Sword City being the biggest letdown, followed by I am Setsuna. No, you're Setsuna. Oh, and, yeah, that's a good one for me. I don't like I am Setsuna. I think it's boring. And Final Fantasy Explorers. Oh yeah. I'm... I feel like these are legitimate answers that we already put in our feature. Well, so oh, I'm so sorry. We have a lot of legitimate answers in the actual feature. If you want real awards, you go read the feature, damn it. Come on. What are you I doing? Think, I think the winner is Stranger of Sword City. Oh, I think Final Fantasy Explorers should win it, but I guess I knew Um, that. I agree with you on I Am Setsuna. That was uh, not as good as it really could have been. I, I keep hearing people talk it up, and I'm like... So my experience with Setsuna, just to be clear, was playing it for like an hour and a half at E3. Like... There was nobody in line behind me, and there was no time limit on the demo, so I just played it at the booth, and I'm, I kept waiting for it to get good, and like I get to the point where I'm like, oh, I see some Chrono Trigger influences. Man, I hate this soundtrack. It's just piano, and it's putting me to sleep, and I don't like this, and there's so much snow, damn it. I don't like this game. Why am I playing this? And then eventually, I just got bored and stopped playing. Now, yeah, I assume you mentioned played the it soundtrack. longer. Go ahead. I did. I played it longer. You probably liked the, the soundtrack, soundtrack, right? <laughs> no, actually, I agree with you on the soundtrack. Oh, okay. The fact that it was entirely piano is really weird. Yeah, like it. It just it felt too quiet. Yep. Like uh, it was well composed music. Like, Absolutely. It was I and I know I hear people. I hear people saying it's beautiful and stuff, and I don't disagree. I just don't think it helps that game. No, it needed it needed a broader score than just the piano. It needed some crescendos, and it as a just a piano score, it just doesn't work. It's it's too too drab, too boring. I, I, um, I think it, yeah. I think you can make that work, but not with the rest of that package. <laughs> well, pure piano music does work. It just it works in certain aspects. Like, for example, take Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy X uh, to Xanarkand. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing theme song for that game. It's beautiful. Entirely done on piano. But it's not the entire game. The whole game isn't that. Right. I mean, piano work, music works great when you're trying to set a mood. 
but when you're trying to set multiple broad moods, you need more instruments. I'm sorry, you, you just need more. It just doesn't work. I and the game that, itself, yeah. honestly, wasn't all that exciting. Um, hmm. Like, it looked pretty. Uh, like, the snow was beautiful. But then that's all you have. It's it's yep. all snow. Yep. There, there's nothing else. <laughs> that, and like, that's the whole thing. Okay. It's, a, it's it's one note. It's literally yeah, it a good is. way of describing too many aspects of that game. <laughs> hmm. See, I think the disappointment of that game begins at the price because $40 for a download-only game yes, is that's, it was way absolute too ridiculousness. Yeah. I mean, if it's worth it, it's worth it, but I don't think it's worth it in this case. No, I agree. That Sorry, game needed to be $20. I can agree with that because that's why I haven't grabbed it. I, I don't. You think, know what? I don't know that making it cheaper makes it better, though. So no, no that's but... what I mean. But I was curious about it, and I can understand. Okay. Like people's disappointment. Yeah, well, maybe you'll like it because some people do. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, I there kind was... of have no desire to play it now myself. Oh. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> no, there, there, there's just there's absolutely no reason for a game like that to be forty dollars, like a full price game, especially if it's download only. I, it made That's me. Just... What frustrated me is like I could tell that this company could make a good RPG if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just feel like they stopped, <laughs> uh, or they were trying to deconstruct parts of it, and but they didn't get go through with the deconstruction to make a game that felt uh, in balance with the other pieces. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, okay. That, that can get all deep critical stuff, but the point is I didn't like it. All right, so, but Stranger Sword City won the award. Should we give it to I Am Setsuna just to be different? Yes, because right. actually you all gave good reasons for not enjoying I, it. All right, good. <laughs> Best overall RPG, folks, we are in it. Um, I'm just sending a message to, at wheels to see if he's uh, ready yet. Um, otherwise, I guess it's time to start debating best overall RPG. Does anyone have nominations? Well, Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> the only game that mattered that came I'll start it off with uh, Trails of Cold Steel 2. Trails um, of Cold again, Steel 2. I'm the only person who's played it. For shame. For shame. Okay. But yeah, it honestly, in a game of relatively mediocre a year of relatively mediocre games trails of cold steel stood out as a really great game um i would secondarily nominate uh pokemon sun and moon oh uh, man honestly those were the only two games this uh this year that really stood out as great games to me everything else was good or meh all right i am going to nominate final fantasy 15 because I really think that that was a return to form for the series while kind of refreshing it just a little bit. And, you know, there was a time when Final Fantasy games were kind of came out and met with awe and reverence. And it feels like that they haven't been like that since 12. And the fact that people that don't even normally like Final Fantasy games and people that don't even normally like RPGs were playing it and getting getting into it, it kind of it kind of reminded me of the fervor when Seven came out and Seven started getting people into RPGs and Final Fantasy games. So I I think that that game, I mean, you know, warts aside the the, the stupid stuff with the King's Glaive and how long it took to came out and all that crap i think warts aside that that game deserves a lot of praise yeah 
I think you're right. Um, I, in fact, that's one of my two nominations is Final Fantasy 15, just because I had so much fun with it and a lot of time put into it. Um, but like Adrian, I also felt Pokemon Sun and Moon was one of my favorite games last year as well. And um, just the amount of time I spent in that and how much I enjoyed it single player versus a lot of times just trying to rush through the single player and get to like post game stuff. Um, Pokemon falls down for me in its post game, but uh, Sun and Moon's main story and campaign was so fun um, and so such an enjoyable experience to go through. I, I really did enjoy that. Oh, so different from what you usually get from Pokemon games, too. Like, it, that was what's really cool. Game, was, I just like that environment. Yeah. People don't set things in, in, even though it's a fake touristy Hawaii, still having that as a setting was real different, you know, than normal. I like that. I like that. I do like that they felt the need to change up the Pokemon formula in that game and changed it for the better. And I hope that future entries in the series kind of follow suit. Um, I, in mm. Pokemon Sun and Moon, I really did like that. You know, it, instead of gym battles, you had island challenges, and they weren't always fights. Right, but let's yeah, not well, forget. I think, okay, go ahead. I, I think a lot of that is honestly Nintendo is trying to play competitor now because uh, they're getting a lot of pushback, especially in Japan, from Yokai Watch. Mm. So I think uh, they're they're trying to compete with Yokai Watch's uh, more story driven design. Let's just hope in the and next I think one they really take helps. out. Uh, they take out call for help, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or change something about it. <laughs> uh, call for help was the biggest pain in the butt in that game, as well as the best feature. It's, it's like bizarre. when you when you need call for help, it was amazing. When you didn't yeah, when want you call want for it, help, yeah. which was most of the time, it was terrible. <laughs> All I know is I have a nearly perfect IV shining. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy about that. All right. <laughs> but hey, that being said, no more HMs. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, yes. Thank you. Po- thank you, Pokemon, for doing something that we've been asking for since Gen 1. All right, Sam, why aren't you voting for Pokemon? Because he won't let me vote for Overwatch. <laughs> So you've put in here um, what I believe is is the Japanese name of Yakuza. What? Oh, this is what Hanzo says. Oh, okay. Crap! She erased it before I could say it. Now she's putting Pokemon Moon. Okay. You mean the Ryuji Teki go fuck yourself? Yeah. Hey. Hey. You know what? I worked a long day. F-bombs are going to come out once in a while. People are listening to this with their children. Well, not anymore. They've turned us off and thrown us in the garbage. <laughs> right next to my Final Fantasy. This is fan. why you don't have me on the show very often. Yeah, you, no kidding. This is, this is why you don't do live with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm not worried about the live streamer listens. That, that ain't... <laughs> you're talking about eight you know people? <laughs> since, again, since I'm not allowed to pick Overwatch... And I can't say cheers, love the cavalry's here. It has to go to Pokemon Moon because I agree with everything that yeah. everyone has All right. Kelly, are you okay with us going with Pokemon Moon or do we need to debate this versus 15 for you? I'm... Um, if I was feeling saltier, I would debate you, but I'm not because I know that 15 is a little bit divisive and I understand people's I just complaints. don't think we're going to win Adrian over on it. I would fight <laughs> no. you to the death. <laughs> Maybe we should try just for the fun of it. I don't know. Adrian's incredibly stubborn. You really won't win him over. All right. Pokemon Sun and Moon. I feel like that's a better choice than Cold Steel 2. Since, you know, we all played this one. 
Well, once you play Trails of Cold Steel 2, you'll change your minds. And uh, Pokemon is actually on a system that people have. <laughs> yes. Are you saying people don't have a PlayStation 3? <laughs> Not hooked well, up yeah, anymore. But... Yeah, but I mean, basement. I bought mine on the Vita and... Oh, the Vita. I believe Poor I also Vita. have mine on the Vita. Can we call the Vita dead yet, or are we still waiting on that? There's still games coming out Don't for us this year. Don't tell Mac. Don't tell Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry. Like, Don't cry. People actually cry. Just, just. It's like, it's five years cry. old, people. Even if you, I, yeah, I appreciate that, but it's time to move on to the next thing, the, which is the Switch, apparently. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Got a, got a I, was snap. Playing, I was playing my Vita earlier, so I still love it. There, there, Vita. So now we're gonna now we're gonna try and bring on a special guest for our next topic. Um, oh man, is it that guy? Michael, you there? Yo, what's up? Yo, uh, it's uh, him. The guy who's always wrong. All right. <laughs> we have this, to go back to the category now. For people who are wondering, the next category is the everyone. At- as in wheels else is wrong award the rpg that you can't believe people like or dislike also most reviewed game in hopes you'd believe us and buy it um (laughs) so there there's a lot of motivations that have gone into this category over the years some people sometimes it's that it's the the game that we give good reviews but you still don't buy it and so people feel frustrated that you don't buy it and sometimes it's the i can't believe wheels reviewed that thing so high and everyone else hates it or vice versa um so this year we've got wheels on the show hi and yes. uh, he's gonna tell us what everyone's wrong about so by all means sir take go lead away you of course you get me on the year where there's like almost nothing that actually applied to this <laughs> he, he makes a valid point Chris. You, you couldn't have me on the year when i reviewed uh natural doctrine or uh legend of legacy no um <laughs> The one big thing this year was Seventh Dragon, and everyone seemed to like it too. So, oh, uh. this is a disappointing category. Hey, Wheels. Yes. What What did you think of Final Fantasy Fifteen? I love it. There we go. <laughs> Wheels, you're wrong. <laughs> now, welcome I, to the club. We have I, jackets. I'm often wrong, but I'm not wrong about that. You are absolutely. So... Can I sit in my indifference okay. category? The problem is that he's not alone. There's like three, there's two other people on this call that yes, like Final the, Fantasy it's 15. The, it's the everyone else is wrong. Okay. Well, all of you, you're all wrong. <laughs> well, let's, let, let's see if this one uh, anyone else agrees with. I do not like Dark Souls 3. I, I've only I gotten to the, Dark Souls. I've only gotten to the second boss well, and I can't I'm beat it. I'm so. indifferent to it personally. So. Mm. I, I played it a fair bit, but I didn't beat it. Just like I didn't beat Dark Souls 2. So... Honestly, I also series just, has kind of fallen apart for me since Demon Souls, and Demon Souls is still the best. No, <laughs> still the best. No. It's better than Bloodborne, which I also did not really like. <laughs> uh, you know what, My- Michael? Um, I think I think we have one that everyone else probably doesn't give a shit about, and they should, and that would be Monster Hunter Generations. I hate. Okay, <laughs> I don't like that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Why this- don't you like Generations? Monster Hunter 4 is like this brilliant apex of the series, finely tuned, even like the story is entertaining. And Generations is just... Uh, there's no you know, story in Gen. <laughs> there's, there's no story. It's, it's a, like, it's hey, a greatest look, hits can, game. Yeah, You can wander around all these villages you, play, you went to in other games. 
um, you know, which you have fond memories of because, you know, there there was such great story in the previous Monster Hunter games. And here's the greatest hits of monsters from the series and nothing Who's really coming new. to Monster Hunter for the story? Apparently you. Uh <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm. Uh, that's why I'm saying it's stupid that they have all the, all the old villages that right. you can like switch between because there's no point. Yeah, <laughs> there's no point. There's no point. You're just going to the quest col- counter. Why, yeah. why do I go through all it's these like, things? Uh, which which quest counter do you think is the prettiest? I just go to the default one. <laughs> yeah, the one they start you in. <sighs> I mean, it's not it's not a terrible game by any means because it's. You know, at its core, it's oh, it like, gives you playable kitty cats. Come on, yeah, it's it's the same engine as four. Yeah. So you know, at, at its core, it's a good game. It's just after but, playing four, and which most is just, it does something really important. It sets up the name as Monster Hunter Cross in Japan, so that its sequel can be Double Cross. Yes. Yes. And then the sequel to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Triple Cross. Mm-hmm. Triple X. <laughs> Triple X. Ooh, all right. <laughs> So, is there anything else that that you get? I need seventh would know this stuff better, and he's not here, but because he knows how he just seems to be uh, at have his finger on the pulse of things that that things people disagree on. But um, um, he would agree with Adrian actually on Final Fantasy fifteen. Well, of course he would, yeah, because he thought it was crap too. Well, you know, Adrian and seventh can feel good that Lucifer also doesn't like final fantasy 15 <laughs> i mean can, can i be perfectly honest yeah. if we if we go through the list of every single final fantasy you're gonna find both Nobody sides of that anything yeah yeah exactly that's, that's a great so, thing about final fantasy honestly as much as i don't like final fantasy 15 but i still love the series because because of that reason um yeah exactly it's always it's always trying something new and i'll never fault it for that i don't think it did well in final fantasy 15 i don't think the stuff they tried was good in final fantasy 15 but I will never, ever fault Square Enix for trying something new because that is what they do best with this series. And I hope they continue doing stuff, new stuff with it. I think the yeah. real and problem... Dragon Quest... Yeah. And Dragon Quest needs to take a page out of that book. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No, Dragon Quest just needs to release a numbered ga- sequel in this country again. That's what they need to do. Give me some 10, mean- give me 11, give me anything. Give me- just put it out finally. We'll get 11. Dude, this is fresh. Try to be different. I this is fresh. Yeah, diff- different was, was it, good for builders. That this, did work out. Yeah. This is fresh in my mind because I'm playing through eight right now, and eight is the best game in the series, in my opinion, because they actually did something a little bit different, and that they gave the story and the they gave the characters personalities and the story and gave it a universe. And with nine, they just reverted right back to vignette crap. Well, maybe they can upgrade the battle system because I'm pretty sure it's using the same engine as the original game. <laughs> Still has the same victory chime. It has the same uh, text messages as well. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I want the MMO. Damn it. I don't know why. <laughs> I probably shouldn't. Uh, I've, I've, I've heard bad, bad things. Bad about things, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wheels, you, I think the problem here is that you only let's see. I'm looking at the sheet. I see you listed for four reviews, and only two of them have scores. Um, yeah. <laughs> which two? Which two don't list the scores? Tom Clancy's The Division, and oh, Romancing God. Saga Two Remake, or Romancing Saga Two uh, rather. Yep. I didn't actually review that. Okay, it had a question mark by your name, so 
I guess. Uh. Oh, the division. Ah, oh, <laughs> the division. <sighs> well, so, what, what I could tell you about the division. I don't know. I, yeah. I got bored with it. It, it wasn't for I, me. A lot of people like it or something like that. Yeah, it's by all accounts, um, it's a lot better now because they've they've re- they've redone a lot of things and they've released some expansions which sound good. Um, but I mean, when I originally played it and reviewed it with Silk, uh, yeah, once you got to the end game, it was uh, incredibly boring. My problem is I got bored before getting to the end game. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I could see that too. And you know? it's just, uh, yeah, I know that wasn't, uh, that was an you, uncommon you, experience, I know. But. Were you playing with anyone else or were you doing it solo? Uh, I mostly solo. Yeah. I see, I think that's kind of the problem but with I that mean, kind of game. I don't consider it. As well. I don't know, man. If I need to bring people to the game, uh, the game isn't doing much there. That's usually, if the game's good, it's good on its solo as well as multiplayer. If I got to bring other mm. people to play the single player campaign, then that's not a good sign to me. Eh, I don't know. Multiplayer games can be weird like that. Like yeah, if right. if I if I went back and played Destiny completely solo, doing everything like even like you know PvP and stuff like that, I would probably would not like it. But mm-hmm. You know, seven hundred plus hours. It's just that things are in, so much more yeah. fun when you have other people, other people doing it with you. It just it, it makes me hesitate to understand whether or not the game's better or just hanging out with your friends is better. You know. Yeah. Mm. I can no, see that's, that. That's the MMO problem, right at its core, really. Yeah, I, I think a good way to tell, at least for me, is if you know, if you've got multiple. Uh, sort of options as far as games to play for multiplayer with friends and you keep going back to the same one that's usually a good sign so i want to tell you all that you're all wrong and you should all be playing world of warcraft because it is an amazing story this expansion's awesome and it's it's add all these features and they finally did class halls correctly and there's so many things for you to put so many hours in and you can have fun playing with friends and you can have fun playing solo and none of you do it and i don't know what's wrong with you and some of you put time into final fantasy 14 because you're crazy when you got wow over here just doing things like amazing chris chris what if if I'm sitting down at the computer and I'm opening up that Battle.net app, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, but there's only one application I end up opening. Diablo three. No hell no. Oh, God, dear lord, no. <laughs> he's gonna say Overwatch, isn't he? Yeah, he's gonna. No, say I'm that. gonna say Hearthstone. Oh, Hearthstone. Okay, all right. <laughs> the problem is there's so many good games in that app that you don't know where they're gonna go. Uh, I, I I refuse to play Overwatch because there's no Mac version. I mean, I, I, I should say I refuse to play Overwatch on. Uh, PC because there's no Mac version. Okay. I don't know why they're taking so long with that. It's weird. Um. Well, uh, yeah. from my experience, because I used to do actually write about Mac games, um, Apple does not really do much with their g- gaming-related APIs. No kidding. So it's it's pretty much all on them. I don't know. They've it, Blizzard has figured it out for all their other properties. So I don't know why Overwatch. They, they is have, so long. but I don't think any of their other games have come close to the graphical level that yeah, Overwatch does. Not. Yeah. Rewrite it in metal. I mean, you look at any of their other games, and you could say, well, you know, none of those are really using like a modern graphics engine, and yeah. Overwatch is kind of the first one that does. 
I'm and, sure uh, Blizz- Diablo 3s was modern when they started developing it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Blizzard announced this week that they're dumping XP investor support. Oh, good. Finally. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Glad I upgraded. Hmm. Everyone else should dump XP and Vista as well. <laughs> uh, all right. So everyone else is wrong. I don't know what our winner is. Uh, Wheels, you're the winner. Woo! <laughs> I think that's a good answer. That he, that he's seven, the winner. Seventh Dragon is the winner. There you seventh go. Seventh Dragon is the winner. All right. No, I like Wheels as the winner because he just showed up and didn't have to do much. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, he just he sat there and was told he was wrong. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Alright, thank uh, you, I'm, Wheels. <laughs> I'm on, I'm honestly often wrong because I like weird games and whatnot. And we but love some, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I'm right. Yes. This sometimes. is one of the years where we can actually say you are correct. You are correct, sir. So we had to have you on just to fill this time. One of my off. favorite pastimes is telling Wheels he's wrong. <laughs> true all right go play some games now and and get some contrary opinions so we can call you wrong again okay okay all right all right <laughs> see you later <laughs> so so chris chris well all right and- no i cut him off <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> he said well <laughs> I can. wow go ahead poor man put him back oh, on that was not very nice <laughs> No, oh, it's time for us to do our predictions and wrap this show up. All right, all right. So predictions. Let's do predictions. No, what were you gonna say? You, I thought you had something funny to Put say. Put him back on. You want him back That's on? What I was say. Don't be cruel. Don't be cruel. Well, yeah, bring him back on. If he's making predictions, we know he's gonna be wrong, so we can make fun of him next year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. I'm adding him back to the call. Now, Chris was Hello. wrong, is what we're learning. <laughs> So Chris was cruel, and he's a bad man. I was just trying to end that segment and move on. Everyone decided they want to yell at you next year for your bad predictions, that they want you on for the prediction session. Well, I was trying to say I'm actually free now, so you can leave me on the call to to, uh, make fun of me. Yeah, I didn't care. All right, right, Um, so time for predictions then. Are you happy now, Sam? Yes. All right. So here's prediction. RPG of 2017, which game do you think will be the best in 2017? Sam Marcello, what do you think it'll be? Duh! Yakuza, Yakuza Zero. Yakuza Zero, yeah. That's cheating, <laughs> but all right. Oh, I'm sorry. When you have a quest to go get a porno magazine for a small boy, <laughs> and it's a stealth minigame, you are game of the year, sir. All right. So I I have to go just because, you know, why not? <laughs> Three years in a row. Persona 5. <laughs> Adrian, what do you want to go uh, for? <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I would have gone Persona 5 probably if we'd done recorded this two weeks ago. Yeah. But now I've got to say Tales of Berseria. Ta- um, oh, wow. Whoa! Absolutely fantastic. We're gonna be wrong at the end of this year. That's gonna be great. (laughs) Honestly, in order for Persona Five to top Tales of Berseria for me, it would have to top Persona Three, and I can't see that doing. Well, that's pretty easy. (laughs) You're wrong, Wheels. Wheels, you're wrong. (laughs) Wheels, would you like to be dumped off the call again? Actually, but I was gonna say Persona Four is better. Is a zero. 
You can stay, Adrian. Can All, go right. Then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly. Do you have a pick for what oh you predict will be the best in 2017? I'm gonna say Persona Five because it's the game that it's such I an easy want. Pick, right? It's the game that I want the most. I I'd like to think there's an alternate universe where I'm playing it right now when it was supposed to come out a week ago or this week. <laughs> this week, yeah. <laughs> All right, and finally, Michael Apps, get it right. Well, I, I mean, it's pretty much Yakuza Zero, but I'm just gonna throw East Eight out there. East no, Eight. Zero. Oh, because you nothing. saw the damn presentation last night, huh? Well, because now I know it's coming to the U.S. this to the year, US, so yeah. it's a valid option. <laughs> All Bills? right. Bills? Yes. Zero. Okay, it's Yak- All right, I'm retracting my Remember, choice. It's Yakuza Zero. I yeah, will Yakuza touch zero. you. What's, what's our winner overall? What do we all agree will be best? Like, Yakuza for real. Zero! No, yeah, okay, so... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, no. Like, Neo? I'm, I'm not going to fight <laughs> Sam on Yakuza Zero because I know she'll cut me. <laughs> I, I think we actually, actually do have to go with you because yeah, zero. Then here's the thing, Chris. I actually did leave everyone a message when uh, I sent out the list. What when you what said BRB dog needs to poop or? Oh. <laughs> no, that was great. No, I actually I send out a list every quarter um, to gauge what people want to review. Mm-hmm. And when I put Yakuza Zero down, I said so. You all know that I'm reviewing this or I will cut you. (laughs) (laughs) And the best part was everyone believed me. Yes. (laughs) Except my husband. (laughs) Sam, after playing Yakuza 0, I went and purchased the remainder of the series. Oh, you are a darling of my heart. Except except for one, because I'm obviously going to wait for the remake. Wait for the remake. You don't need to play the original version of one. It's awful. I've heard. No, but it has professional voice acting. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you don't like the you don't like ass. you don't like the Hollywood voice actors that they got. They were, they were terrible. Oh, were they? Okay. I oh I my heard god, they were awful. They no, spent so no. much money on it though. All right. Yeah, it was a waste of money. <laughs> it was a waste of money. Okay. <laughs> Everybody talked in a flat, monotone voice, and they had no concept of making it dramatic. So I have to wonder, going back to like Yakuza 1 or 2 or 3, would they be anywhere near as fun as like 4, 5, 6, whatever we're on um, now? Just so, here's the thing. Yakuza 2 was actually my favorite for the longest time until I played 0. Oh, okay. But, um, Yakuza 2 but, actually has a really fantastic but story. But you played it when it came out, so that... that... No, I didn't. All right. I didn't actually, Chris. Oh, I played okay. Yakuza 3 first. All right. So... I love two, but zero, zero's kind of wow. perfect. You, pl- you started with three, which has like the slowest opening of the series, right? So That's right. Man. And I like three, actually. And you got through it. Okay. Well, it's the stupid orphans. I mean, yep. really, that's the issue with that game. Right. I mean, zero kind of starts off slow, too. But then, you know, I had to beat like beat up like a building full of Yakuza and fight this awesome boss battle. And then right. I was like, okay. Listen, no game starts slow when it makes noises like boom, boom, and puts on the screen, find a payphone. That's that's not starting <laughs> slow, I don't think. Sorry, have you, have you even gotten to the telephone dating minigame? Because it, there was nothing better than accidentally telling a woman, you sound like a yak. <laughs> Which I did. I don't know how many times. You, you accidentally told her she sounds like a yak? <laughs> did you not? 
not see my barrage of screenshots while I was playing the game? <laughs> I did tell no. someone that sounded like a yeah. You sound like because a yeah. I thought... Because why not? <laughs> I'm convinced Kiri is asexual to begin with. Right. Sounds good. He has no concept of dating. Why do you think the porno minigame was so funny? Yeah, no, that's, now, that's fair. <laughs> don't hide it under your bed. Your mother will know. Also, <laughs> don't hide it in your room. Your mother will know. Just because you think it's a safe place doesn't mean it's a safe place. Like, that was truth. That was honest truth, I think, for any young man that's ever owned a porno magazine. <laughs> I have ruined this conversation. Yes, yes, you have. But Yakuza Zero wins, I think. <laughs> I've done my job. Because it sounds like a yak. All right. Prediction. Most overhyped of 2017. What game do you think won't live up to the expectations in 2017? Let's start with uh, you, Michael. Mm. Oh, man. It's kind of got mammoth expectations at this point. And I hate to say it, but I think people are going to expect the world of Persona 5 at this point. Oh, okay. And, yeah. um, and, and I say this making the point that it's because the ex- expectations are ridiculous, but yeah, I'm going to go with that. Persona 5. All right. Kelly, do you have one? Off the top of my head, I almost want to say Breath of the Wild because... Because of the mammoth expectations and because of of the fact that it's tied to a new Nintendo system that is going in with a lot of baggage. And, I mean, even though the game could potentially be a really great game, it's going to have probably the same problem that Twilight Princess had and that... On one system, it's on a dying system, and on another system, it's a system that people are really iffy on. Mm-hmm. It's first, you know what? Yeah. I feel like both Kelly and Wheels are correct on this one, because oh. to be honest, actually, there's a lot of games that have insane expectation this year. I mean, yes, you have Breath of the Wild. Yes, you have Persona 5. There's also Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And that oh, one, I think, also oh, has an unfortunate problem oh, Sam. as well. Oh, Sam. I'm what? so sorry that you actually had expectations for that game. No, but let's, I, be, I, I, let's be real here. You shouldn't have expectations actually, for that game. I actually don't. I actually don't. But there are people who might actually see it that way. Oh, why? I, I realize we have Based on what? <laughs> Just the fact that it's called Mass Effect? You'd be surprised, Chris. You'd be surprised. But I'm saying, like, that one, I can kind of see it, too. Like, there are people who, after Inquisition, I think they have some kind of expectation with Andromeda. And, I mean, I'm curious about the game, and I am going to play it. I don't have insane expectation for it. If anything, I actually agree with Kelly. I think, actually, Zelda's going to be the one that's, I think, going to really ruffle feathers. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I kind of see Breath of the Wild as being a flop. And that's not just me being the Zelda hater here. I actually just, everything I see about it, I look at it and I go, 
I don't think Nintendo has a clue what they're doing with this open world, and that's well, really my issue with it. Let's it's be honest, the, car, the deck is most stacked against Breath of the Wild, right? I mean, we got a yes. company who's never yeah. done an open world game, doing an open world game in a series that's never had an open world game on a system that's brand new that they really need to succeed. So they're putting all their yeah. hopes and dreams on it. It's been delayed multiple times, but now it needs to hit a timeline of a launch date. And I mean, this is just that can't work out well, yes. right? I know exactly. I'm on the exact same boat. I think the Breath of the Wild is the one that's probably going to be overhyped. And I'm I really hope I'm wrong about this. I really hope it's a fantastic game. But yeah, I don't think Nintendo knows what they're doing with an open world. Um, the media hype really doesn't help because, oh my god, game journalists everywhere are just blowing their loads over this game. It's ridiculous. Like, yep. I'm sorry, there's no way this game can possibly be as good as you're suggesting it's going to be. And there's no way you could possibly know based on the demos you've played. Well, it's... I think you can tell that you shouldn't be following those particular journalists if they are saying those things. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's like the Zelda that journalists keep whining about getting is it exactly yeah well i thought, most I thought that journalists was... don't have a damn clue what they want anyways well, the, the zelda That's i want true. is the one where it's finally got a girl main character and and just says hey all those series norms we're just gonna start flipping them and do things different so, but so uh, you want linky i know i i do want linkle linkle Linkle. Linkle. That's Give me her Linkle. Name, sorry. Uh, I don't want her name Dang. Linkle. I'm. I. I want. <laughs> I would. I would. I'd Linkle. rather not have the Linkle? the girl main character than have her called Linkle. I'll be honest. Linkle. I would love to see. I would love to see a game with the character that they designed as Linkle for the Hyrule Warriors game, but I do not want to see a Zelda with a female link, mainly because I don't want them to capitulate to that. The Zelda series already has so many amazing female characters. Like, if you look at any Zelda game, 90% of the cast is female, and they all have so much more importance to the stories than Link does. The game, so how- the games are basically giant. Hyrule is a matriarchy. It is. And it's absolutely insane Wait, to me. It's a matriarchy people- run by the king of Hyrule? No, it's a matriarchy in that <laughs> That's the issue they all that. worship <laughs> goddesses. Like every, oh, okay. All the deities yep. in the game are goddesses. Yep. All the important characters are female oh, other than Link. Uh, basically, if you're Tingle, a, a guy in a Tingle, Zelda, come on. <laughs> if you're a guy, Chris, in, King of Red Lions. If you're a guy in a Zelda, <laughs> you're, a Zelda game, like you're either Link, <laughs> a villain, or a comic relief. Those are the three things you can be as a guy in the Zelda series. That's it. You're you're either Link, you're a villain, or you're the comic relief. Honestly, why not just make Link's sex choosable? Because most of the time. It doesn't really have I, I, any... Yeah, I don't really see how Link's sex is really all that important to the story. That's my I biggest concur. issue with it more than anything else. It's not that that I need to see a, a women-led Zelda for any particular reason. Just, I don't see that it's important. Yeah, I wouldn't have an issue if they made it like you can select your gender. I, right. I'd have no problem with that. My problem is that if they make Link a girl, you basically eliminate all the male characters in the game. It's it really would come down to that unless you gender swapped all the other characters, oh, in which case I see. Yeah. you would actually have the patriarchy of Hyrule. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, and you know you, what? Then you'd just be ripping off Adventure Time, too. Well, you know, I don't know. I, it's like we've had so many male do- or female-dominated, I guess, Zeldas now <laughs> that we could have a we could stand for a male-dominated one. Or, no, I guess, really I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Just to make it different, I mean... Yeah, I understand keeping it going that way is kind of silly because of the proportions, but doing it once or twice, given that we have so many done the other way, isn't terrible. But why are we talking about this? All right, I have I have an actual answer for this. Um, 
yes, you guys are probably right about Breath of the Wild. Um, but I do think um, I don't want to nominate that. I want to nominate Horizon Zero Dawn. And oh, why do you got it? That's coming out in like a week. Why I know. You gotta, I know. Why you got to rain on my parade? Honestly, it, it just has that feeling of a game that like we've been seeing so little of it that I don't know that it can really hold up. But uh, well, at, I, I'm at probably going to be wrong. Statue, I guess. Yeah. I bet <laughs> you I'll be wrong it? about this one, and I'm okay with that. It's just I I can't. I don't like picking the same thing over and over again, and I just want to try I'm, and be different. I'm so excited for that game. I can't even. I'm not going to lie. The idea that I get to fight mechanized dinosaurs with primitive equipment is kind of interesting. Yeah, and, and the hype level for that game is exceedingly high. And that, it is. I'm it is, really concerned fair. about that. I'll be honest with you, especially but, given but, the previous games from this company. What you didn't I, like, Killzone or Killzone Two? It, it's Killzone Shadowfall, I believe, is the one they did. No, they did all of them. Oh, they did all of them? Oh, okay. Except for the Vita one. Okay. Which was the only good one, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wheels, you're wrong. Those... No, I don't know. <laughs> it comes out in a week. Less than a week, really. And, no, it's a week. I'm I'm, I'm tired, I can tell. Uh, I'm excited, and I'm, I want to be open-minded with that one, because that one I just have a lot of curiosity towards. Um... And we'll see. I just Zelda needs to fall flat on its face for once. Oh, oh let's see. Let's see. Flat before. It's not what the else first did they put out? Um, I'm just teasing. I'm just being a brat. Because <laughs> I've also been up since six this morning. <laughs> oh wow! Gorilla literally has only put out Killzone games and Shellshock Nom sixty seven. I thought that they had put out some other poor games, but I guess their no. engine was just used by them to make Until Dawn and. Um, Oh, Until yeah. Dawn is an amazing game. Okay, I f- I want my hope is that this game is like all their pent up, uh, pent up. Yeah. imagination that they've been you know kind of holding inside, diligently working through terrible first person shooters. Okay, I don't which know are, enough which, what it's really which safe. were pretty. So at least we know the game will look nice. I don't know enough about it to really say, but it definitely seems to me like it could be a lot like the other open world games that have been coming out lately. It's going to be a a big open world game with mechanized dinosaurs, but not a lot of real substance to it. That's that's my worry. So my only problem with that statement is that statement is why people didn't like Far Cry Primal, and I loved Far Cry Primal, so maybe I will like this game. I don't know. How could you not like riding a saber-toothed tiger? I know! Why did people so doubt it? It has the same can... map as Far Cry 4. Who the frick cares? It said like a billion <laughs> could you, years could earlier. Could you ride a saber-toothed tiger in Far Cry 4? Yeah. No, you could not. Exactly. I kind of want to play Primal now for the statement alone. Same here. Yeah, you have to tame it, too. You have to like give him some meat and be like, ee, ee, and then it comes up to you and you pet it and it's great. <laughs> This is how you sell me on a game. <laughs> we, um, we've sold you on many games. Please keep in mind, this is a first-person um, shooter with bows and arrows, so don't you yeah. know? Don't be surprised that it's not all riding saber-toothed cats. When is that game coming out where you get to like turn into the bird or, or take over the bird and fly around? Who was making that? Was that Anseal? I don't remember. Uh, there was another like prehistoric-y type game. That was like about you bonding with animals and then like sending your spirit into them and like going around and nobody knows what I'm talking about because I watch all these game press conferences and remember this stuff. <laughs> Sam, do you have a pick for most overhyped? Zelda. 
Zelda. Okay. Yeah, I think we mostly all agree with Zelda. So, Adrian, you're going so. with that too? Oh, I went with Zelda a all while right. ago, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Just making sure you didn't have anything else you wanted to bring up. I'm going to change my vote to Zelda. <laughs> and I love Zelda and think it's going to be fine, but the, 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 right. the hype's off the charts. He's afraid of being wrong. No, I'm going to leave it as Persona 5 then if you're changing it just because of the hype. But I think our winner is The Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's what, coming out in a month? Yep. Yeah, I, yeah we'll I know really very hope, soon. I really hope we're wrong about it, but yeah, I, I oh, definitely I, I have... Believe me. I know exactly I what's going to happen. It is going to be 15 all over again. You're going to hate it, Adrian, and the rest of us are going to love it. Oh, probably. <laughs> well, that's Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> And I will be completely I mean, indifferent. just ask around who liked Skyward Sword and who did not, and you know, and you'll, you'll get the, the you people could write who, a book on all the very different opinions. Isn't the isn't the like the thing there is like the people who played long enough to get to like the the fourteenth repetitive quest at the end is who don't like it, and the people who don't do like it. Like if, uh, I don't know, I like no, I, not necessarily. I, I, liked, I liked it. Okay. I liked it before I got to the first dungeon. Okay, like it just. Well, no, that's so my point is like early on, it's got that appealing art style and the story set up and all that stuff. But then what I hear, and I haven't fin gotten anywhere near close to finishing this game, is that things get very repetitive and you're doing a lot of backtracking in the back half of that back third of that game. And people wish it didn't exist. <laughs> I I don't know how that can be an issue because you can get everywhere very quickly. Okay. All right, then. Okay. Cool. I, that's baffling that anyone would say that would complain about the back third being too backtrack heavy okay uh then maybe yeah, i'm misunderstanding the complaint me. i take it back then but then again i'm talking to you so i don't know that you represent <laughs> yeah all right let's uh least likely to come out in 2017 what game isn't going to be released no matter what they say let's take a look at what we've got for 2017 games um i'm going to read you some stuff um Wow, this list is really long. Uh, <laughs> how do I make this better? Well, these are these are in the past, so let's start with February. Uh, well, Horizon's happening. Uh, no, all right. Uh, Near Automata, that's probably coming, right? Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, that's coming out in March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, da, 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 Disgaea Five Complete Part. No, so, that's happening. To be honest, oh, there's Disgaea not. Five. You know which one's not coming? Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yep. calling that right. as a foul, no matter how much Nintendo says it's totally coming. Yeah, let me And if take... I'm wrong, I will gladly take, you know, the punches where they come. But I don't believe them on this one. Okay, that's fair. Um, and I think it's a good choice. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That's a, I'll put that down. I, I also think Pillars of Eternity 2 is not coming either. No, that wasn't even announced to come out this year, though. That's oh, like announced right. for 2018, that's right. so that's why it doesn't count. Uh, okay. Yakuza Kiwami is another one that has a chance of slipping. They said that's August. Well, just because they've given it a date doesn't mean I it know, won't slip. No, I'm just saying that one. That one I, I actually think will come out. Okay, the I Skyrim think? Switch port might slip. You know. Um, Does anyone actually care about that? Who, who how cares about about, how about the new Valkyria game, Valkyria Revolution? No. Uh, not sure actually. Well, we know South Park isn't now, so... Oh, that South Park, well, that happened, though, yeah. That's um, what I mean, that happened, so. Is Valkyria out in Japan? I don't know. But we only care about whether or not it's coming out here. Yeah, well, that would color I know it would help. my opinion. Yeah, of, I, I I know. You could look it up. Um, I'm Mistborn up. Birthright. Oh, that, that can't be good. Um, That's still a thing? Oh, it got canceled, Anna says. It's listed on this sheet here. 
Okay. It, it shouldn't was, be. That was Little be. Orbit, so it must have been canceled because they're not doing games anymore, I don't think. <laughs> so, Kyria Revolution released last month. All right, so that's got a chance. Uh, Hannah Fate 2, that's definitely happening. Fire Emblem Warriors, that could be... Nah, probably not going to miss that. Um, Final Fantasy 12, the Zodiac Age, there's still a chance they could delay it again. <laughs> no. No, they just gave it a date, but that doesn't mean... Divinity Original uh, Sin 2... Um, I'm sorry, Chris. I think we actually picked the right answer this time. Well, I'm just, I'm just I actually think sure. most of this stuff is going to come out, with the exception of anything Gaijin Works puts out, because... <laughs> so, so, I've got a, I've got a good one actually. I think I got a good answer here. All right. this one. I'm gonna think, I'm gonna think Cosmic Star So I'm sorry, how'd you say what was that, Adrian? I'm gonna say Cosmic Star Heroine is not gonna come out this oh, year. Oh they're they're done with that game though, I thought. I don't I know. So. I still see them talking about working on it. And like, are they I, done with Cosmic Star Heroine? It's being like polished. It's, okay, yeah, you're totally right. It's 2018. Yeah, see, I, I, think he's, I think it's going to get delayed until next year. Like, right. I, I, love, I love the guys there, but I really don't they think they're going to They have some issues releasing it. on time, don't they? I don't yeah. know how they pull it off, honestly. Like, where are they getting money from? But I think they have a long trail on uh, their other games, especially Cthulhu. And uh, possibly... There is no slug. way Cthulhu is still supporting them in any significant form. <laughs> That game was like a you dollar on PC. Okay. There's no way. Vol- volume, man. Volume. <laughs> All right. Uh, who knows? Uh, Anyways, I can... Yeah, Cosmic Star Heroine. I don't see it happening. I think Xenoblade I, I think, Chronicles. I, I agree with Sam that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is the easy pick. Adrian goes Cosmic Star Heroine. Kelly, what do you go with? I'm going to go with Sam's pick because I don't. Yeah. The My other picks would have been like Kingdom Hearts 3 or the. Final Fantasy remake, but we have any that's like too easy. Seven remake doesn't even have an, a date, so it can't slip because they haven't given a year. <laughs> yeah. Um and Michael Apps, what do you pick? Um Disguise Five. Disguise. To, There's no to way. Save my no, that's not happening. <laughs> that's coming. That's Did coming out. See? Yes, I know. I've committed to to giving it another chance. That's why I want it to be, be delayed another <laughs> till next year. Now, Mr. Apps, you know that that's not you a good idea. need to pick idea. a real answer. Pick a real answer. Um, I'm going to say Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> maybe, uh, they'll, they, maybe they'll push Fire Emblem Echoes. Uh, I mean, even... I don't, know. I don't think so. I don't... I know they're not going to. Even, even if Chronicles 2 has been secretly in development for a long, long, long time, it just... Xenoblade Chronicles seems... 2 is not happening this year. I don't know why anyone thinks for a second that was accurate. Well, gotta love Nintendo for saying 2017! Woo! What? Yeah, Woo. not buying it. No. I'm not buying it either. It, unless the trailers... Have the trailers had any English voice acting? No. Okay. Have they had then, any yeah, trailers other than buying. the announcement? Was that even a trailer? I don't even remember it. Yeah, it had actual gameplay, which, okay. which you know gives a glimmer of hope but uh no why why are you hopeful for that game what makes you think it's going to be better than uh chronicles x i liked chronicles x oh okay so all right then (laughs) never mind (laughs) i forgot who i'm talking to (laughs) even if i didn't um the original 
was so good that I, you know, believe that no, they it, could make it, another good you game. You like both like, of the games so far, so there's no the no context for you to answer this the way I was thinking. So never well, mind. <laughs> there's not a long track record of that company like putting out garbage. Yeah. Is what I mean. All right. So no, that's fair. so even if you dislike Chronicles X, you know, you could you could say okay, you know, they're which trying company something different. is making this now? Like, is it still Mon- the Xenosaga? It's still the Xenosaga folks, right? Yes. Hey Adrian, I liked both Xeno Blade games too. Just saying. <laughs> you so you didn't mind waiting thirty hours to get your your car or whatever the hell it was? No, your no, plane? it didn't really yeah, bother right. me. Oh man, they've made a lot of games. <sighs> Wait, they're working on Zelda Breath of the Wild? I didn't know that. Are they making it, or are they just they're helping with it? Okay, they're probably helping with the open world part yeah. of that. <laughs> I bet everybody is. <laughs> also made Project X Zone Two along with Ban Presto, but I guess that's just because mm. their characters are in it, so that doesn't really mean much, does it? Um, they got special thanks on Skyward Sword, so they have a history of working on Zelda games. <laughs> uh, uh, what else we got? Xenoblade Chronicles X and Super Robot Tyson OG Saga Endless Frontier Exceed. Oh, yeah, because that, that was a crossover game, so that's the same thing. Uh, wow, you're actually going through their entire history. <laughs> I am. Going back to Soma Bringer, which I'm still upset that we didn't get. Uh, did we get Soma Bringer? Did I just forget? No, no we, we didn't did get not. it. No. All right. No. Was it, do, do I care? <laughs> was it any good? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think, I, pl- I played I a little Baker bit. Of, yeah, I played I think a little bit of it, a- didn't he? Yeah, I think he liked it too. Oh, of course. That figures. I I played a little bit of a fan translation and I couldn't get into it, but I also probably didn't give it as much of a chance as well, I should have. Too, it was on so. the DS, which was one of those awkward teenage type systems, which just doesn't feel like <laughs> quite all there, you know. All right. Well, that brings us to the end, folks. Uh, just to review, uh, let's review our winners. Um, the Backtrack Award went to uh, PS2 Go. Um, <laughs> the Graphics and Music went to Pokemon S&M. Uh, the Bravely Default Award went to Deus Ex Mankind Divided. The Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Rewards Returns Award went to Deus Ex Mankind Divided. The Developer with the Best or Worst Use of Money went to Final Fantasy Fifteen for the Worst and Stories, um, Destinies of Seasons, I forget that's name, for Best. The Hour to Impress Award went to Story's Path of Destiny. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, the Square Enix Award went to Twilight Princess. No, Wind Waker. No, Twilight Princess. Um, okay. Uh, the It Sucked the First Time went to Nobody. No winners. There's only losers. Uh, the Best Chocobro Award. The Best Chocobro Award went to Cindy. <laughs> the Missed Out Award went to Stardew Valley and Trails of Cold Steel 2. The Wish You Had Missed It Award still had no winners. The biggest surprise of the year was Final Fantasy XV. The Sam Walker Best Sex Award went to Gladio and Kelly, opening up cup noodles together. Uh, the Story of the Year Award went to Story's Path of Destiny. The Biggest Bonehead mo- Move went to Nintendo for just freaking being Nintendo. The Everyone Else's Wrong Awards went to Seventh Dragon 3, or Wheels for just showing up to this podcast. The Best <laughs> RPG to Appear in December went to Stardew Valley. The biggest letdown went to I Am Setsuna. The best overall RPG went to Pokemon SNM. The predictions went to Yakuza 0, You Sound Like a Yak, will be the RPG of 2017. The <laughs> most overhyped of 2017 goes to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And the least likely to come out in 2017, 
as in damn sure isn't going to come out in 2017 went to xenoblade chronicles 2 oh thank you everybody for being on tonight i really appreciate you getting together and doing these silly shows with me once a year um <laughs> thank you for listening out there um one big thanks to my panel once again adrian and out uh sam marcello almost said walker um wait sam walker wait it is walker <laughs> I've I been doing it wrong all night oh my gosh it's fine it's fine, dear. Ah! It's fine. some days i forget i'm married to kelly ryan <laughs> i forget i'm married to my collapse and you the <laughs> listener thank you everybody for watching and listening rpg cast is every week at 9 a.m pacific noon eastern um I know there's a question of the week on last RPG cast, but uh, in addition to that, um, since you probably should have already written in for that, uh, you can do some feedback to this show and give uh, give us your opinions on awards, what you would have picked for certain categories. So what do you feel strongly about? Make your case, and we'll read through the best ones we get on the, the next normal RPG cast. And we'll see you the, to that next week. Until then, thank you on behalf of everybody. And it's been three hours, so we need to go to bed. Bye, everybody! <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Wheels, you're wrong. Wheels is wrong. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Always. Often. Always, always, sometimes wheels. Yep. Right. Always, sometimes wheels. I yep. like that. I feel it's appropriate. <laughs>